And welcome back. Welcome back. All the way from the wastelands of California. My name in fact is Michael Deacon. Don't play this around your girlfriend, that's for sure. First time listeners out there, remember, you are welcome to call in whenever you'd like. Don't be afraid. Give us a call here tonight. The number is 424-666-2425. This is your time to shine. What is on your mind? Is there something going on with you? Perhaps some mundane problem or relationship issues. Nothing is off the table. We are always willing to help you out here. Consider me your personal psychiatrist. We are only trying to help. Now, without further ado, let's get down to business and uh, cut all this off and bring in my co-host, Mr. Mike Hideous, who is patiently waiting. And my God, what a guy. Love Mike, by the way. Great, great soul. He's a good man, I promise. Mike, what's going on? Hey, can you hear me? No, Mike, I can't. Okay. <laughs> I can't hear you at all. All right, good. Probably it's, better that way. Yes, I'd like you better on mute. Thank you for the kind introduction. That was very nice. Of it was you. very thoughtful. I mean, you kind of, I was, yeah, I mean, you kind uh, of are a nice guy at times. At times, uh, so I've been told. Vaguely lovable, I heard. Vaguely lovable. Yeah. <laughs> well, my old man says hello, by the way. Ah, well, hello to Mr. Deacon. He said he wanted to call in. That would be awesome. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to make him call in. That would be fun. Wouldn't that be awesome? It's funny you played that Marilyn Manson song at the beginning, that personal, geni uh, personal, geni ge genius. personal genius. Personal genius. Genius. Personal <laughs> genius. The, the cover version, yeah. That's actually uh, that's actually Marilyn Manson covering that, as you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't. I, I, I was just listening to it the other day, actually. And really? then I listened to the Johnny Cash version of it. Mm. Well. That's a pretty good version of Johnny Cash. Always nice. I thought you were going to say the, the Johnny Depp version of it, and I thought there there's one out there. Uh, is there? I hope not. He's a terrible singer, by the way. Yeah, he's not a great singer. He's not a I good musician. He could play, I, I was going to say, I didn't realize he could play guitar as well as he could, which is, I mean, you know, not saying he's Jimmy Page or something like that. Jimmy but, Page, uh, yeah. Somebody good playing guitar. No, he's, he's not very good, unfortunately. But regardless, Mike, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad all of you are out there. Thanks for tuning in yet again. And this is going to be a good one. Put the women and children to bed, that's for sure. And Mike, it's a pleasure to have you back. I sincerely hope you are doing well this evening. Thank you, brother. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's oh, going. yes. I'm feeling all right, by the way, in case you were wondering, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was uh, curious on what's going on with your back. No, it still hurts. But is my what's ailing you? Uh, yeah, but my, you know, my ass is heavily padded in, in the seat right now, so I'm doing okay for now. <laughs> Gee, what are you, a senior citizen? Yeah, I got my diapers on. <laughs> you got hemorrhoids? Yeah, I got hemorrhoids tonight. <laughs> so I got my hemorrhoid uh, pillow under my ass. Uh, all is good here. So we're ready to rock. Good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. As long as I have the opportunity to enrage those affected by cardiomyopathy, I am content, Mike. Oh. It's pretty hard, huh? That's a big word. Nah, not really. 
It's just a fun <laughs> word to say because everyone gets all angry about it. Is that so? Like who? Uh, you know, the, the, the mouth breathers out there. The mouth breathers. The yes. breeders. The, the tards out there. <laughs> yes, may my voice come through your speakers right now like a poltergeist. And uh, keep in mind, yours truly and my hideous are not responsible nor accountable for your actions, nor our own this evening. We are not responsible. Hell no. So sweaty, intolerable mouth breathers, go away. This is not for you. <laughs> Those wearing helmets, it's time. It's time to leave. <laughs> especially, especially if your child is wearing a helmet. Uh, you should probably leave. It's not for mm. you. If Please you think electric exit. cars are the future, you should leave. Yes, you should go away. <laughs> I would go away if I were you, that's for sure. I would not stick around these parts. This is going to be a bad show tonight, Mike. I could feel it already. Mm. I could feel it in my plum. I could feel it in my chode, Mike. I'm not doubting you, my friend. Oh, these yes. Tumultuous, tumultuous. These are bad times. Mike, uh, what, what's going on with you tonight? You sound like uh, Joe Biden out there. Do I? You sound a little, uh, you're a little haggard tonight. I only woke up like eight o'clock. Ah, oh, that's what it is. You're <laughs> yeah, all tired I, I, and we, shit. Michael and I were talking prior to the show, and both of us just did nothing. Today. No, I just <laughs> laid down, laid I on like the ground. Napped. Exactly. I was watching Absolutely Fabulous on uh, my DVD collection and uh, lying on the couch. Mike was uh, Mike was watching Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> hey, your favorite. Oh yeah. Because aliens do believe in God. They do. Mike, I think that's what it is. I think you need Jesus Christ in your life. Like you? Yeah. I think I'm Jesus needs to uh, personally touch you. Yeah. I think so. Probably what it is. I think it is, Mike. I think you're way too down in the dumps. I think you need an intervention. I think you need Jesus Christ in your life. You wouldn't be the first person that told me that. We're going to pray the gay away from you. <laughs> It's what it is, Mike. It's what it is. You have these. The you have these feelings, Mike, and we need to get rid of them. Uh, now is that too much? No, not at all. We got to move on, Mike. Hey, you can hang out anywhere you want, brother. Yeah, I can hang out there. You can hang out there if you like. <laughs> oh, Mike. Good God, it's one of those days. It is. I'm so glad you're here, though, Mike. I really am. It's Sunday. Oh, it's it's the Lord's day in my mind. Hmm. Even though it's not, but it is. People go to church. It is a day of the Lord. You need to go to church, Mike. I think that's what it is. <sighs> like I said, I'm only trying a lot to save of people you. People have told me that ever since I moved out here. It's just about every person. I'd say out of every <laughs> ten people that I've met, uh, nine of them have told me or said to me, "Have you gone to church?" <laughs> are you shitting me? They really do tell you that. I'm not kidding. The, the majority, like, you need to go to church. Like, like for example, if I'm doing my laundry and I don't have my, I don't have like a washing machine in my house, so I have to go do, do my laundry at a laundromat. I run into a lot of people, and I'm an, you know, I, I, I'm cordial with people. I speak to them, I say hello, and we we'll get into conversation. Wow, you actually talk to people, Mike? I do. Whoa, I actually do. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that. You give me respect, I give you respect back. Oh, and I meet people. I meet people in the in the laundromat, and you know, I got in the tell you, laundry majority mat. of the times. Majority of the times, the conversation starts out about politics. By the end of the conversation, I'm here. Well, you know, Donald Trump is a gift from God. A and, gift from God. And, yeah, and then I'll hear other things like, well, you know, it's it's God's will, or 
have you gone uh, to yes. church God, this week? God's do you, will. Are, do you right. believe in God? And, and it's the same thing all the time. And I don't care what you believe in. I don't. But, you know, I'm, I'm not that person. Right. We so, know that you are a Satanist, essentially. Right. So uh, See, that's the problem right there. It is. It is the problem. And, and that's why I keep my mouth shut about it. I don't, I don't talk about it with, with strangers, especially, especially out here. And not with the Mormons the majority, either, right? Yeah, the majority of people out here where I live in, in, in northeastern Pennsylvania is they're all Christian. And that's fine, but I have nothing in common with those people. Sure. Know? Well, I don't know. I'm not against. I'm not against it. It's like I'm against. I'm not against the people. I'm against the religions. I'm against Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and and whatever organized religion there may be. I have no problem with the people. You know, if you want to believe that, that's your choice. You know, you know what's amazing? There's a lot of uh, Satanists and atheists who listen to this program. Is that so? Oh yeah, that that was way before you even were were on this program, Mike. They've been around. I know a so few they of them. Uh, they support you here. I know a few of them have have either like uh, called in or we've interviewed them in the past. Um, but uh, too bad they don't live in northeastern Pennsylvania. I'd love to hang out with one of them. We have lots of uh, Christians out there. We have lots of uh, Satanists out there, and we have a lot of everything, which is great. What a mixture! We do. It's, it's pretty possible. awesome. I have no idea. We're, we're starting our <laughs> own cult. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what I believe. Cult of Deacon. I think we all should. We should all start a cult and uh, get land and start passing out um, hallucinogens. I don't know. <laughs> Hang out with uh, John Fetterman. That's what Dr. Oh, Detroit said. Fucking idiot. What a moron he is. Is he starting to wear a suit now? That, well, they did change the policy. Well, that's, uh, well, that's a start. It? Chuck Schumer? He should uh, start wearing uh, a helmet, though. Yeah. Well, you know, he's got to walk around with that program in his phone. That program. Which allows him which to, one? to... There's some kind of program on his phone that allows him to <laughs> understand what the people are who are speaking to him are saying. Wow. And so he can... Yeah. So that's that's no bullshit. That's real. That's real so life. So he can respond... So he can respond appropriately. The problem is he's as incoherent as President Dickhead. So... I mean, you know, why, why would you even, you know, you know, Diane Frankenstein just died recently. She died. The fact yeah. that people like her, right. Fetterman, Mitch McConnell, these people have no right being so-called leaders of mm. our, of our country. No, I agree. Yes. A hundred percent. They, there should be term limits um, for everything Absolutely. really. And that's something we've been pushing on this program and so many other people for uh, the longest time. And again, no disrespect to the older, competent individuals out there in government who are plenty old and still very sharp. And, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying, but it, it, I, I would think it would be easier because, uh, look, Trump, Trump's pushing 80, but he's as smart as a whip. And I think there should be some sort of a cog, um, cognitive test, maybe of sorts, a cognitive test. of Yeah. yeah so that they okay. even because because compare Joe to Donald. And what do you have? You have someone pooping his pants and diapers and another guy who's going to ultimate fights and and you know is badass and people love he's been a big so, fight fan for many moons yes yeah yeah, oh, yeah he I goes know. to these he goes to these fight shows and like the people go mad they go insane they love him joe can't even you know get a bunch of people at an airport to see him do a presentation it's pathetic these people need to be out of government it's pretty sad really but, 
By that, I mean people who are incapable of governing. A drug test to every single politician. That's what a Dr. Strange Love is proposing here. And, yeah. you know, I that agree. Too. But then again, are they really going to ever implement that? I mean, they, they can't even tell us yeah. who brought in the cocaine into the White House. Oh, forget it. They'll never tell you that. And you, you know it had to do something with, you know, the administration that's in this in the White House now. Someone's partying, and uh, I'm not a part of it, and that makes me very jealous. <laughs> I want to do cocaine in the White House. Me too. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? Let, let's be honest, though. I mean, I'm not, I'm not supporting them or anything, or supporting drug, uh, drugs or anything of that nature. But I'm, yeah. we I'm, are not supporting drug use here. No, not at all. But I'm just saying, given the opportunity, if I was ever at the White House, mm -hmm. it is called the White House for a reason. Experimentation. And I might want to lay down a line of cocaine and snort in the bathroom. I don't, I don't know. Yep. I don't know, Mike. I'm just being honest right, with, with right people. Off a, right off a Dr. Jill's behind. Or on anywhere, just to, just for the story. I mean, that's a pretty cool story. <laughs> oh, the whole fucking world's gone insane, Michael. Well, of course, but that's that's the fun part. We're all losing our minds together here, and that's what counts. We're on it primarily, together. Primarily, primarily it's, it's, it's America that's losing its mind. A little bit. I think it's all of us collectively losing our minds together as uh, the years go by it seems like everyone's uh lost their shit mike yeah i think i think what we do here in this country echoes through the world because you know we are america is like the the leading country of the world what we do affects other countries and i think that a lot of countries are laughing at our our woke policies they're laughing at our friggin joke of a president i'm laughing at they're you you're laughing at me. And, um, you know, it's just sad what's happening. All these silly things. I just read something about California. Oh, no. And how they're pushing. Uh, we've gone over this before, but how they're pushing the whole uh, electric car thing. And yet you guys are having constant rollout. Uh, ro what do they call them? Rollout blackouts? Roll, rolling blackouts? Yes, those things, Mike. Yeah. So how, how are you going to get cars running on electric? If you can't even keep the electricity on in your state. I have no clue. I don't think anyone knows what they're doing out here, Mike. I did hear another rumor. Speaking of politics, I did hear another rumor that Rumors. they are trying to gear up Michelle Obama to run for president. Mike, where are you? Where are you hearing these things? Who's telling you this? Uh, uh, who was it that I was uh, the Gutfield show? Was it the Cutfield show or Jesse Waters? One of those um, Fox people. Yeah, it was a, yeah, some show on, on YouTube. And I heard that because if, see, the rumors that are going around now is, is the Democrats realize now that now of all times that Joe Biden, Biden is completely incompetent. He's not capable of running the country. He's, he's losing it and on a fast momentum. So, well, why does it not? Uh, this should uh, hurry up already. I'm getting uh, tired. I well, want to see um, bodies drop already. I'm getting bored. Here, here's the thing, Michael. From what I understand, they don't want um, communist Harris to be president because she's too fucking stupid. And so I hear or have read or whatever the hell it was. I, I, I heard that they were going to consider pushing Michelle Obama into the spotlight. And this is a woman who woman quote unquote who said that she had no desire to be in politics she's a beautiful and, black woman mike I, I find that a highly racist and 
uh, just just so wrong, Mike. I I can't believe you. Yeah. Well, you would. Oh, I would though. Okay. <laughs> you would think I was a. a you're a horrible. Arms. You're a horrible man. I know. I I let me get my sheet off. It's a beautiful here. black woman, my, and um, here you I are. Got my hooded sheet on. Talking all this shit. Yeah. Well. She's done nothing to you, Mike. No, he's done nothing to me. Big Mama. Big Mike. That's a big woman, by the way. Yeah, those broad she shoulders. Just, um, this big boot, you Mike. That big old leg, and then right to your chest. Fuck just yeah! Collapse She'll your dr- shit. Drop kick my throat. Absolutely. Anyway, Go ahead. Mike. So that's the thing. Uh, as I'm saying, they're, they're, I've from the things that I've read and heard that they are they don't want. Harris to be president because she is really dumber than a doornail and uh, that they're going to try to push Michelle. Well, she's got a mouth. She knows how to use it. She's very skilled but, but, and uh, smart listen, enough. Wait, 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 wait. Think about what's happening here. Think about I'm thinking. So now Go you, ahead. You've got a vice president who is right. picked purely for the color of the skin and the genitalia between her legs. And now if this goes through and they try to push Michelle Obama, what's happening? Same situation. They're pushing someone who has no experience whatsoever in politics to be a a political figure simply based on the color of her skin and the genitalia between her legs. That's the problem I have with it. If Michelle Obama was smart and had spent time being a politician instead of bitching about how she was so not proud of being an American, then I would say, all right, yeah, then by all means, go ahead and run. But she she said she didn't want to run. She said she's shy. And they're only the only reason they're doing this is to push. It's all about it's all about the agenda. It's got nothing to do with intellect. It's all about what you are, black, female, homosexual. But God forbid you're a white Caucasian male or, then a, you're or a black Italian. Yes. Like Chris Christie's trying to be. <laughs> You seen that guy? <laughs> Did you hear what that fat fuck said? <laughs> what did that big fat bastard say now? What an idiot. What's he oh saying now? Well, what bullshit uh, thing is uh, coming out of his mouth? <laughs> he called he, he called Donald Trump Donald Duck. Don, oh yes, for, yes, right. I he remember. said he was said he was ducking the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, what do you call it? The debates. But he said something else, too, that was really stupid. And of all people, this this is a guy who was condemned by the actions of the George Washington Bridge failure that he did. And, uh, I mean, this guy, he's the only reason is he's running is to put aside Donald Trump. He has no plan. I was he wondering no why he is even out there during the, during the, the, the debates there. I thought, Chris Christie, I, I why are you wasting your time? No one's going to vote for you. No one's going to vote for no you. No one he's likes you. No one uh, likes him. Yeah, no one's liked Precisely. him for the longest time, and I, I've always yeah. hated the guy. I always made fun of him as much as I could here on this program. I think he stinks, and he would never become the president. So why on earth is he wasting his own time? He, he must be bored. Yeah. He's got nothing better else to do. He's just a, he's just another rhino. And um, Asuka Langley says, no one can afford to buy a house or Mike hideous merchandise. Uh, who said that? Asuka Langley. Sorry. Asuka Langley has uh, both uh, male and female uh, genitals, by the way, Mike, so don't get too angry. <laughs> are, are you fucking with me? No, I'm, I'm just saying these are our <laughs> listeners at times. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> they have, um, you know, they have um, bonus holes, as they call them. <laughs> Is that what they call That's them? That's what the, yes. That's <laughs> the appropriate term. <laughs> bonus holes. Oh, my goodness. And, wow, there's a lot of stories we could read about some people's experiences, uh, trance, um, going through male to female and all that sort of jazz. We'll get into that later, but... You know, we do have Biden to cover here. We have the interview of um, Tara Reid. Remember Tara Reid, the accuser of one Joe Biden. Remember that? Right. So we got a little bit of audio there. We'll listen to what that. What did she do? She she did an interview with some, for somebody recently? Yeah, another interview with some guy. I don't know who he is. Don't care to oh. know. But uh, we got some of that audio here. We're not going to listen to it all, but there's some gems in there that we will listen to here in a moment. But Mike, you know, everyone is losing their minds and, you know, we do have lots of Canadians out there. The, we have the, we have the, uh, what I like to call the Canadian maple leaf power, Mike, in the audience. Another country that's out of its mind. Right. And it gets worse. The Canadian government, government, Mike, they have done something even crazier. They've okay. done something even crazier. They're announcing online streaming services that offer podcasts. That's, uh, people like us must formally register with the government to permit regulatory controls, Mike. Okay. And that's uh, from our friend Justin Trudeau. So they will censor everything out there now. You're going to have to get some sort of permission from um, the, the from Big Brother just to do shit like this. Now, did you say that was just in Canada? Right. Just announced over there. Oh, my God. What the fuck? And that will trickle over to us since we seem to follow China and Canada all the time. So it's unbelievable. uh, I I don't know what's going to happen here. (laughs) Eventually, is turning into like a like a Marxist socialist country. Absolutely. Oh, of course. And we all knew this was going to happen, though. I mean, First Amendment is being kicked down so badly. What's next? Free speech is gone, Mike. Yeah, and Second Long Amendment gone. is next. I mean, if that come, if it comes to the Second Amendment, that's where I think we might have a serious problem, and there might be a civil war. There might be something. I don't know. I don't know about a war, though. People have been I talking about not. a war for a long time. I remember Charles Manson even talking about a war, a civil. Oh, he war. was talking about a race war. Oh, same thing. You think so? Because we're I think having it would be a culture like war. Dems against the Republicans. It's going to be a, a little bit of everything, Mike. It usually is. It's always a multifaceted issue, multi-layered problem. And uh, Mike, we do. We might have a Canadian here on the line. I'm not quite sure. I'm seeing this number, and it looks foreign. So that means I don't like it at Canadian? all. Canadian? It might be. Is this a Canadian? <laughs> Bonjour. How oh. are we doing? <laughs> oh my God! It's a goddamn greasy Canadian. Oh, it's a greasy, it's a greasy Canadian. Canadian. Here we go. What's going on, uh, Trader? Oh, I'm a Nazi boy. Come on. What's up, you Nazi <laughs> Canadian? Up, I'm a Nazi. Oh, I'm a Nazi. I killed all the Jews. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm selling out half price. Oh, the What's Anne up, Frank uh, stories bullshit. Go ahead, caller. <laughs> I just thought I'd call in. It could be my last podcast I ever got to call into. I know this might be oh. it. They they might um that, terminate your internet out there. That is so cold, man. It's, they did it at uh, a midnight meeting. A midnight Next day, meeting. this happened. Wow. How is it? That's crazy. I, I, I gotta ask. I gotta ask. How is it a uh, a situation like this can be dropped on the public and yet the public have no way whatsoever in voting this in or out? How is that possible? The same here. 
But I mean, now that we're talking on the subject with whatever his, the Canadian guy's name is, um, whatever we're talking about here, how how is it that they can do this without the people voting in for it? Yes or no? Trudeau's out of his mind, man. His his wife left him. He's got this big beef with India going on now. His, apparently yeah. his plane broke down for a couple of days. And then the Indian government says, no, 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 man. Our dog's on cocaine on the plane. Trudeau's in the plane doing cocaine for a couple of days. Whoa. He had the Nazis, he had the Nazis in parliament and he was on no show at work for four days. Wow. He's living wild. Is he re- he's living like he uh, Fetterman. Is he related I to think the same Hunter, mayor man. you guys had that was doing like crack? Yeah, you're talking about Rob, Rob Ford. Ford. Rob Ford. Ford. Yeah, yeah. I'll smoke. Yeah, well, I'll another. smoke crack with him. <laughs> <laughs> I get high with that guy. I don't care. His brother is uh, premier of Ontario, and he's out of control too, man. Another guy. Wow, what the hell's up with your country, man? Fuck. Yeah, your, your country is head, insane. Yeah, we hire stupid people in Canada. Oh, my God. Yes, you do. I, I don't know what's going on with Canada. I mean, I used to love watching your offbeat uh, comedy shows out there. You know, I love a lot of uh, Canadian uh, TV. You guys had a lot of funny shows out there. Yeah, you, you had uh, Kenny sure. versus Spenny out there at one time. SCTV was pretty good. Yeah, you had SCTV. that. SCTV. I used to love that. Jump the weed. <laughs> we we love Canada, by the way. I mean, I I kind of secretly do, but pretend that you didn't hear that. Kids in the Hall was out there too, right? I you know I don't know if it was. Was it? Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Kids in the Hall was a Canadian show as well. Oh, that's that was right. Another, yeah, that was that a long was time ago by uh, Michael Lauren, right? Ride, ride, ride. Okay, yes, right. Pam Anderson. Yeah, Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson. Oh wow, she's Canadian, right? But her boobs are from America. <laughs> but the boobs are American. Yes. China. <laughs> she may have been born in Canada, but her boobs were made in America. That's hilarious. She blows American. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. She's more American than uh, most Americans are. Oh, she's got more American uh, inside of cells. Her. Right. Inside of her. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get it. We get it. So, uh, yes, your your government is losing its mind, and uh, sure enough, we're going to be following the we're going to be following the very same path that you are soon enough here. And these might be the, our well, final he days. He did make an apology. He did make an apology. He said it was uh, Chinese uh, disinformation was a problem. That guy was in the crowd. Mm. Oh, here we go. More excuses already. You know, yeah. I was planning yeah. on coming to Canada in 2025. But I'm afraid I might not up, be able buddy. to come back to America. Okay, well, Murdy up here. No problem. Whatever you want, we got. I was going to say, they might end up detaining me for, you know, smelling pot on my clothes mm-hmm. or something. Well, pot's illegal, man. It's all good. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Well, then that's I'll what, That's why everything passes. Because the whole country's fucking high now. So, everything, uh, who cares? I don't care. Uh, same here. Nice. Well, thanks for calling in, my friend. We appreciate that uh, right, update man. here. Hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Stay safe out there from your government. Yeah, stay strong, man. Stay strong. Right. I feel bad for him. I do too. Canada is. And you know, uh, you know who we sucks. never heard from? We never heard from the guy from uh, Hawaii either. Oh well, he oh, checked in oh, already. No, he's good. Did, oh, you. That's right. That's right. I, I stand corrected. I'm sorry. I'm glad to know he's okay. Matter of fact, I think he's here in the audience. Is he? Yeah, I think he's here. He's all right. Tell he, him to call in. He's alive and well. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's all good. 
we got our bit in, we wanted to talk about the wild Canadian government and how our government will follow in its footsteps, sure, uh, sure enough. We always do, Mike, one way or another. Hey, by the way, if, if I may just backtrack for a minute, the whole thing about Mike Obama. Mike Obama? You know, yeah, you know. Oh, yes. Running, possibly, <laughs> yes. Possibly running for vice president. Uh, right. For president. Do you know, do you know how much a president makes per year? More, idea? more than Hansen. Probably. Um, but a lot more than you and I put together. They, right. they, uh, a president makes about $400,000 a year. Holy as a shit. Okay. All right. Hang, hang on. You know how much That's the a Obamas lot of money. get? You know how much the Obamas get per hour to do a speech? Probably a, a half a mil. $700,000 per hour. Jesus. Now, why would you want to run for president? I'm in the wrong business. If, if you're going to make 700 k per hour for a speech instead of making 400 k per year running the most difficult, having one of the most difficult jobs anywhere. Madness. Pure madness, Mike. Right? I mean, come on, that tells you right there. It's all bullshit. Oh, it's Why always would you want to run for president? It's all bullshit. Caller, go ahead. Are you Canadian? I am. I How know. are you, Mr. Deacon and Mr. Hideous? You really are Canadian. Hello. How are you guys? Good? Oh, we're good. Yeah, we're just uh, living life, yeah, okay. hiding from uh, the, the government in Canada. We're doing good. Yeah. See, you guys, you, you got to remember, that's Eastern Canada. They suck. Eastern Canada. So, yes, that's there so. are different yeah, regions, yeah, yeah. of course, obviously. So you're from the, the side where The West is still Big good, Footloose. but it's getting worse. It's uh, getting a little kooky up here. But, so you're, you're, uh, western, you you're western Canada? I'm as west as you can get. You so can't you, get you're more from west the land than of, I am. You're from the land of Bigfoot, right? I, I've got the Pacific Ocean outside my window. Oh, shit. Nice. Wow, I'm, I'm jealous. You, I, can, I can see Sarah Palin yeah. on, her, on her balcony. Oh, you can see that ass from there. <laughs> Mike, let's go to I his see house Sarah and hang out. Palin. Yeah. You, do you see I, her? I, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I got no problem. Very nice. She's That's topless. cool. Huh? That's very cool. Very nice. It's, and it's, 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 it's interesting. And by the way, since Mike said uh, Bigfoot, have yes. you ever seen a Bigfoot yourself or know anyone who has in your area? See, that's the second time I, I got that from Mike. We do not have a Bigfoot. <laughs> no Bigfoot. <laughs> we do not have any. There Why are not? no Bigfoot. There's no Bigfoot. I. No Bigfoots? There's some awful big fellas here, but there ain't no Bigfoots. So you obviously it's you don't hairy. believe. You don't believe and you don't want to believe, in other words. I've never seen one. Of course not, because they don't exist. I, I can't believe something I don't see, Michael. I can't. Precisely. That's true. You got me there. Until until I see until it. Until you see it. Well, I've never seen one either, so I, I don't know myself. But a lot of people out there, they claim to have seen, seen this big hairy man running around, and I'm thinking... Someone might be stalking you. A man in a, a, man in a gorilla suit. Come they're, on. They're, these fellows are naked, but they're really big. But there's no hair on them. That's hilarious. It's a yeah, big mic. Like a a big mic foot. Yes, a Suka Langley. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. She's the size of a Bigfoot, so, that's for sure. I promised I'd call in, and I did. Yeah, I, I love that. Thanks for calling in, and... Yes, we, we love hearing from all of you Canadians out there. I know we, we talk shit. We talk shit about everything, though, so I'm glad you... You, I, and Mike know each other very well, although right. I'm using a different persona online today. I am Mr. Jelly. Oh, you're one of these guys. I'm Mr. Jelly today. 
Mike, are you hearing this? He's an agent of chaos. An agent of chaos. Okay. Mr. Jelly, and that's all I got to say. I hear you. I, I have a question for you. The Canadian government. Mr. Yes, yes, Mr. Mike. Yeah. Mr. Jelly, I, I got to ask you this. So I'm assuming right. you heard the guy who called in and told us about the issue with, um, you know, he's going through with um, uh, the Internet and how they're cracking down on what you can and cannot listen to. Is that. I mean, that's obviously got to affect you, too. You're on the West Coast, but you're still part of the country, no? See, I've, I, I, I've heard of this before, but you got to remember it's the government, and it usually takes them five to eight years to do anything. So I'm really not okay. too worried about it right now. Also, I have a VPN, so I don't know if they can stop me from listening to you. Oh, shit. Because right okay. now I'm on the Internet, and I got my VPN on, and people who see me online right now think I'm in Seattle. That's true. So I don't know how he's going to stop me. Okay, fair enough. So I think I'll be well, okay. I hope it, he's, I think I'll be good. He's behind I, I, I uh, 900 works. firewalls, Mike. He's good. Good, good. Oh, I, I, I can hide. Kind of I can hide like the, like the Dickens. No problem there. Wow, look at that, Mike. Uh, I'm hmm. not afraid of Mr. Trudeau. Wow. Good for you. He wants to be uh, our our fearless leader and uh, all powerful, but he's not. The he's caller's uh, the caller's boy. hiding like Anne Frank, Mike. He's just a little boy. <laughs> well, that that's what he's cocaine does. He's a little boy you, trying to live up to daddy. That, that's what cocaine does. Think to you. It makes you think you're invincible. That's that's true. Well, caller, he's an egomaniac who thinks yes. he's something special. And he's not. Oh, he's probably God. related to Biden. <laughs> no, worse. I worse. Don't know. He's just weird. Anyways, I called in. I thought I'd say hi to you guys. Thank you for the shows. I enjoyed them thoroughly. And continue to do what your thing, and I will continue to listen. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless. God bless. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Mike. Have a great night. Praise the sinners. Good night. Take care. Sometimes you got to, Mike. Praise the sinners? Praise the sinners. That's all I do. That's what I learned. (laughs) It's very sad, Mike. These are sad times. That's why that Wells Fargo guy, um, that executive, Greg Beckett, he jumped to his death. Is that so? I didn't know that. There's a 46-year-old bank executive. He just threw his ass off that Wells Fargo um, office out there in Delaware, Mike. That's how you know when shit's getting happen? bad. Uh, this happened <laughs> This happened uh, just like the other day, I think. No shit. I, I had no idea. 14th floor. He said, fuck it. I'm not going to live anymore. Wow, so he's Sounds like, what, what I got to live, what, what I got to live for here? What, what's the what's the big deal? I got a family, kids who gives a shit. Just fucking kill myself, and he did. Wow, that's hardcore, man. It is. Could that's just do, a reminder. Could you do that all of you, if you out had there. To, could you jump from a building no, and kill yourself? Not if I had a family. Not Especially, if I had yeah. a wife and kids. I mean, I would never do that. I mean, just think about it. Jumping, it takes a few seconds to get to the bottom. Meanwhile, your whole life is flashing before your eyes and bang you hit and it's like getting hit by a truck only worse because you're you're expecting it that's right that was greg beckett by the way look it up if you want to see that yourself but the guy had a uh, good family everything was going well for him not crazy or suicidal he looked like a look like a normal guy i mean that's harsh if you've got a family and to take your life when you've got a family that depends on you Unless, of course, your family are a bunch of assholes. And- Do you think that's a, a coward way out, Mike, to kill yourself? That's a very good question. I'm curious. Do you, do you respect people that do that? Because, you know, you have all these musicians who've done the same thing. You have famous people. You have Anthony Bourdain. I'm looking at you in the grave. 
you know, he killed himself over some bitch. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, you know, they were cheating on each other. They were doing, doing all that. And I thought, well, that's kind of uh, that's like a beta male. He would kill themselves over some bitch. Yeah. Pathetic, or Mike. Or anyone. Yes. Yeah. Or a guy, woman. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's wrong to do? To kill yourself if you have a family, you have a kids, all that shit. It's a tough subject for me, Michael, because I've I've been in that situation, and I'm like more than once. And Where you were gonna end it. Yeah, on multiple occasions. I can understand that. You but, thought you were gonna die at one time. Well, many times. Yeah. No, that was health related. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Oh, well, this was separate. Like emo- this was yeah. This is okay. like emotional. You know, when you get to a point where you can't handle things, let's face it, man, life is not easy. Life it's is not, hard. No. It's, it's much easier in these times that we live in. You know, the, the industrial revolution made our lives much easier to live in. Otherwise, 150 years ago, you know, we'd be shitting in an outhouse without running water, right. without clean water. All right. So all that aside, what I'm saying is that life, we are somewhat pampered, especially as Americans. We are a lot pampered than any other country. Uh, with all the things that we have but as a result what happens is when you have when you don't have to worry about how you're going to survive day to day like in other words again going back 200 years ago hunting and and getting provisions for your home and family that's a different story yeah you could have had like six seven children right so back then you were too busy providing for your family and and doing things to survive every day now you're at the point where in some cases, you don't have to work, yet you could still live in the place that you live that has running water and a stove and right. a refrigerator and all these great things. And you, your mind begins to stray from that that survive or die frame of mind. So now we start thinking, well, life is too hard. You know, yeah, life my is wife hard. Left me. My wife my hates me. My in. boyfriend yeah. hates me. It, Exactly. I want to kill myself. I got fired. Yeah. Everything sucks. You know, you got no money. You can't buy anything or go out and you want to kill yourself. Right. So then the question is like, you know, how do you do it? How do you pull yourself out or or how do you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you hang yourself? Do you take pills? Do you shoot yourself? Do you jump off a cliff? Whatever. What do you do? I I, I mean, like I said, I've been there. I've sat there with with a nine millimeter on my table. Oh, my God. Just looking at it. Yeah. And wondering whether or not it was possible for me to do, and I, I'll be the first to admit I, I I don't have the I don't have the courage to do it. Uh, does that mean I'm a coward? No, I don't think so. It just means that I don't have the balls to blow my own head off. Um, but it, it's something I think a lot of people think about, uh, unless you're really living life. And That's pretty crazy, though. Fucking great, and you're yeah. having a great time. But let's face it, Michael. People like you and I, uh, you were average people. And we're living somewhat a, a somewhat moderate lifestyle. Day not, by day, yeah. Yeah, we're day by day. So, I mean, did you ever think about taking your own life? No. I, I've thought you. about a world without me, though. I thought what things would be like if I wasn't here, how it would affect those around me. I, I've certainly thought sure. about that, but not, not, not in the process of actually thinking I, I should like kill myself or if I pulled a gun... Uh, towards my temple, like you know, in my my head there, right? 
or if I hung myself or whatever. All these things go through your mind on how it's going to affect other people, what you're going to do, why you're going to do it, how you're going to do it. And, and, you know, what can I say? That it's something that I think, I think everybody thinks about, contemplates at some point. But, um, you know, I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it either. I, and you know what actually has kept me from doing it? What? My pets. Your pets. I was going to say an animal, right? Yeah. I knew Because then I wonder, like, you know, who's going to take care of my pets? Yeah. You know, that's how, how, Hmm. that's the kind of heart I have for my animals and my pets. But anybody else? Give a fuck. And now you know why the PETA president was here on this program. Because of Mike. I don't know if that's true, but they found this program somehow. (laughs) Which is still crazy to me, Mike. What a random ass email that was. And you know, you know, they sent me, uh, she sent me like a, a letter, by the way. Did she? Yes. Yeah, saying how much she liked the, the program and she thought we were great and blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. I yeah. just made another contribution to them about two months ago. Did you? Yeah. Every once in a while. No I'll wonder they're on the money. program. You're over there giving them money like it's the Ukraine. <laughs> I, I actually donate to quite a few animal uh, sanctuaries and rehabilitation centers. Uh, one of the two biggest ones I, I, I um, contribute to is one's called uh, NVAS. Ah, okay. Or, uh, uh, I'm sorry, NAVS, which is an anti-vivisection right. uh, thing. And another one is a, uh, for physicians. I feel like um, an idiot knowing against... what that is. Feel, I feel like a retard even knowing what that is, Mike. Do you really? You know who it is? Yes. <laughs> That's cool. The yes. other one is like the, the physicians um, anti-vivisection committee or something like that. Yeah, you're deep uh, in the game, is, Mike. I, I I think that testing on animals should stop, period. And that's what uh, Elon Musk is uh, doing right now with um, his Neuralink, know, by the way. And they're killing all the little all the little monkeys. That's fucked up. And I it don't is like pretty that one bit. fucked up. It, you you want to test things? Do it on prisoners. I agree. I would love for, for them to do all kinds of experiments on, on them, like if it was Nazi Germany all over again. Sorry, but that's how I feel. I don't give a shit. If you're convicted of murder child molestation, rape, or anything of that sort, human testing, period. In fact, you don't get any complaints from me. Why not? In fact, if you want to be politically correct about it, you want to do away with capital punishment, fine. Start testing on prisoners. Love that. It's a chance that they may have to actually survive, okay? And and even though I I think some people should just be wiped from the planet because they're fucking scum, and the things that they've done are horrendous to other humans that if they didn't get capital punishment and did get testing done, I still think they should die. My goodness. But yes, that was Ingrid Newkirk, by the way, the president of PETA. Go back and listen to that interview if you haven't already. That was, uh, I thought that was actually a pretty interesting interview. That was a great interview. She was very cool with us, knowing that we were both not vegetarians, knowing that you know, knowing we, that we're not PC, right? And, yeah, they knew she was, they knew the show in and out. By the way, Mike, it's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> and again, I yeah. think it was fabulous that she was able to come stoop down to our level. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I thought, are you? Are, is this a joke? I'm like, why? Why do you want to be on the program for? That's great. I, I, I love them. I think. I think. And she was a wonderful woman. Really was. I agree. I, I thought she was a pretty stand-up character. Even though they do all kinds of crazy shit, I, I don't really agree with all of their views or how they yeah. go about their business. But she's actually a lot more punk rock than I thought. Yep. 
And I think I think Greenpeace does more crazy shit than they do. I don't I don't disagree. I, I believe they are probably out of their minds. I think a lot of these people are out of their fucking minds. Uh, that number is 424-666-2425. Don't be a pussy. Call in. We'd love to hear from all of you out there. That number is 424-666-2425. We'd like to hear from you. At least I would. Uh, Mike, I have a little story to share with you really quickly here before we uh, listen to Joe Biden getting oh. uh, accused of inserting his fingers inside of a vagina forcefully. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore that Joe Biden, you know, he's really sticking his fingers in there. He's uh, oh, very hands-on. <laughs> no pun intended. He's all up in there. Or pun intended. Oh, yeah. So, Mike, by the way, before we get into that, I figured I could share this little story with you really quickly here. The other day, I had to go uh, to the only music store that's available here in El Centro. Would you have to get, like, a new uh, string for your ukulele? No, I had to get a new mic stand. Oh, for your ukulele? Right. <laughs> Who plays a ukulele? That sounds like a fag uh, instrument, Mike. It's, you know, remember Tiny Tim? Tiny Tim used to tiptoe through the tulips. Oh, I like that to, song, yeah. He used to play the ukulele. Oh, okay, that sounds oh kind of cool. Never mind. I take it back. That guy was facially... I, uh, facially scarred? Facially deformed. Ah. <laughs> He had a nose that was three times bigger than mine. Those are the kind of women you want to keep around, the ones that are defigured in the face area. He wasn't quite a woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, wasn't. he was like a woman. He sang like a woman. Right. He was very much, he was married and he had kids and very much a man. Oh, John Travolta was very much a man. Look how that turned out. <laughs> He's a half a fag. Touche. Right. <laughs> So, Mike, the other day I had to go to the only music store available here, and I absolutely didn't want to, but I had no choice. Okay. I, I needed to replace this damn mic stand, so I roll up and uh, go grab one, and the girl who rung me up, she ID'd me faster than the LAPD. Whoa. Yes, I said, how did you know my name? And she tells me, well, she goes like this, uh, Mike. Database. She goes, well, it's a small town. Well, now, with that, that attitude, a lot that answers a lot of questions. With that attitude, though, all right, I'm like, Wow, how did you know my name? It's a small town, you know? and did you pursue it after that answer? I, I, I quickly remembered right away. I looked at her name and I thought, Oh no, oh boy, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, yes, again, I'm like, Yeah, it is a small town, and I'm like, Yeah, you're right, and this girl. I met her decades ago, mind you. Oh, okay. A long time ago, when I was like in high school, and I remembered Mike. She's been friends with at least three girls I've slept with. Okay. And I think she's still friends with them to this very day. So these are things you have to deal with when you're from a small town. So Mike, needless to say, she wasn't at all happy. About you being there? Like, yeah, she just, like looked, she just looked annoyed. Oh. Well, maybe you have that that aura that provides people with them saying, oh, it's you. Well, usually I don't get those kind of responses. I thought, well, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> yeah, I get that sometimes. So I just wrapped it up. I, I just stopped being polite at that point. I could sense uh, I could sense where this was going. So what happened? 
Nothing. I just, I, well, you know, I, I heard that response. I got that sort of attitude from her and I, and I said, wow, I didn't recognize you. I didn't know you still worked here. And she gave you the finger. She gave me a look, a not, a not so happy look. She didn't like what that at hell, all. Dude, I would have pursued it further. Like I would have asked her, like, well, what's your bitch, problem? Well, she's bitch. been working there since she was in high school. So <laughs> I just thought, wow, you're still here. Uh, it's been a long time, Mike. She's been there a while. Okay. 20 years um, something like that yeah well you'll have to go back and talk to her and find out why she hates you because no would, i'm ask good her to come on the show no i don't want to bring her on here <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> are you fucking retarded what? i'm not gonna do that you want to bring michael graves on but you can't bring on your uh, ex-girlfriend <laughs> yeah from uh, 20 years ago what, what the fuck yeah. would that point what would that there be about <laughs> they're like half dead already <laughs> okay brain dead Damn. Actually, that would be a great show. There you go. <laughs> now, never mind. Now I want to do that. Now you want to do it, right? No, they oh, wouldn't agree to be yours, on. I'll get one of mine. They wouldn't yeah. agree to be on here, though. No? No. Sounds they're, like they're, she wouldn't. I mean, she would be great. Yeah, but it sounds like she wouldn't do it. Not, if, if, if you're, what you're proclaiming yeah. here is that apparently she's, she's not. She ain't she feeling like it. You. No, she ain't feeling it. So, obviously, I don't think it would be. Pro, it's, it's probably, yeah, it's probably not going to work out, but. Too bad, though. That's a great idea for a show. But a brother could hope. We should do the show again where we got yeah. intoxicated. Ah, okay. Remember that one? I that remember. Was, uh, in 20... Like 17, 16? 17. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, caller, go ahead. Uh, oh, my God. What is that going on in the background? Hello? What's going on, brother? Hello. How you doing, fellas? You know, um, What's I was up? talking to my girl earlier, but oh, um, shit. I think maybe uh, we should bring back euthanasia. I, I think you're right. For people. You know, because if you think about this, right? Yeah. When the whole COVID bullshit was going on, yeah, they gave uh, the homeless people free sheltering, you know? Yeah. Uh, took a lot of drug addicts off the street. Everybody was getting free sheltering, free stimulus checks, you know? And that was an opportunity for them to change their life around. And now... There are a bunch of fucking zombies all over the place getting high still. Yep. Now that yep. they're all kicked out of the shelter. So why, you know, if, if the government gave the opportunity to change their life around, why are they still allowed to just walk around and rob people and right. rob stores and do whatever they Can want? Can I answer this question? I, I, before you do, I was going to ask the, the caller really quickly. What, what do you think we should do with the homeless? And there's lots of people out there that absolutely hate the homeless. They want them dead. Should we just go and send them off in an island and just kill them all? What do you think, caller? Go ahead. You know, I, that's what I was talking about with my girl earlier. You know, every time I come off of a fucking highway, it's like I have to pay a toll because somebody's standing there with their fucking hand out. You know, <laughs> I think we should just get rid of them. They're, they're a waste of fucking society. You know, you had all these opportunities to change your life around. It's not like if um, we're a third world country where we don't have programs that'll help you out. I mean, there's, there's stuff there to help you out, you know, but... You just want to sit around and suck the blood off of the government, suck the blood out off of us. Like, why the fuck do we need you? Can I answer this? Jump in there, Mike. So, caller, I, I, I understand your pain. I totally get what you're saying. But let me bring this up to you, just so you know how fucked up the Democrat Party is, okay? They are giving, they're paying the salary to 57,000 Ukrainian government, uh, 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 government workers, all right? Our yeah. taxes are paying for them. And they're small businesses, right? But here in the USA, businesses are closing down. Right, right. Uh, you got the issue with Hawaii, so on and so forth. Like now, for example, in Hawaii, 
they're only giving the Hawaiians $700 check per household, okay? Yeah. Now, think about all the trillions, I say trillions with a T-R, trillions. How many trillions of dollars that they have spent on this, that, and the other? One, with just one trillion dollars, they could have sent every single American in this country to, to college for free. Every parent that had a child that needed daycare could have gotten daycare for free while they go to work. We could have gotten the vets, the homeless, um, you know, any drug addict on the street, we could have gotten them taken care of. But no, instead, we let all these people in over the border that we cannot, we cannot handle the, the, the influx of. We're giving all this money to Ukraine. We spent, tr the, the president spent trillion dollars in the first four months of his uh, 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 being a president. And yet, all that money was used for this, that, and the other thing, and we're not seeing any results uh, as a, you know, as as a result of having been given that or spent that money. So my answer to yeah. you is this: the Democrat Party don't give a shit about its people; they just want the power. So the so all these homeless I people agree. that you're experiencing, all these homeless people you're experiencing, are a result of the Democratic Party. Again, giving money to foreign countries, so on and so forth. We could have taken care of our own people, our own citizens. Isn't that remarkable, by the way? one trillion dollars. By the way, yeah. uh, in total, the U.S. has sent Ukraine uh, $66.2 Yep. in military, financial, and humanitarian uh, aid, by the way. That's a shitload of money. I, I think it's over 100 by now. It, it might be. It and might it's all be. taxpayer money. That is yeah. wild. I can't believe we spent that much depends, money. You know, we fucking deal with these con. You know, you know what I find funny is that the Democrats—they're yeah. the party of slavery, but yet they That's flip right. it around somehow to make it look like it's the fucking Republicans that are the party of slavery. Like, where, That's the, where right. was I born? <laughs> if more, if more Democrat voters would realize what the Democratic Party really stems from, maybe, just maybe, they wouldn't be Democrats because. Yes. As you said, the, the party of slavery, the party of the KKK, the party of segregation. Yep. I, I mean, I, I said this last time we were talking about uh, Biden. They nominated a genuine racist to be yeah. the president. I mm -hmm. mean, it's it's all about it's all about the ideology of the party. They He's still calling uh, black people a boy, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He called LL Cool J boy. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. They, they play it's they play a game up. of perception. That's what it is. That's right. That's right. They get you all worked up emotionally so that you yeah. believe what they're saying. And and just about everything they say is a lie. Every fucking thing they say is a lie. <laughs> I don't even. I can't even Dude. watch TV for five fucking seconds because I don't even believe the weatherman's telling the truth. Damn. Nobody does. Yeah, nobody does. I think it's well, time we all out of the TV is just a lie. Right. It's time to unplug the the television for sure. If you haven't done so already, it's time. Yeah. Get rid of that shit. <laughs> I call it the black mirror. That's pretty good. I nice. just call it the, the black fecal matter. <laughs> the black fecal. I think it's just, it's like casting spells on people. You know, you get hypnotized and you believe the shit that's coming out of there. You it's cancer. It, long enough. it is pure cancer. Right. Is what it is. You're absolutely well, right. People need and, to start reading know, books. That's what it is. Word. I, I forget who said it, but uh, I believe it was a Nazi. Oh, great. Or maybe it might have been Stalin. It might have been Stalin or the other the other guy from Russia. Um, 
they were the ones who said that if you tell a lie, no, it might have been the Germans. If oh, you tell Joseph a lie Goebbels. long enough, people will believe it. Yeah, that's yeah, Joseph that's Goebbels from uh, Nazi Germany. There you go, Goebbels. All right, so I was close. But yeah, you tell a lie long enough to the people, they will believe it. And that's the propaganda that the uh, the media, the mainstream media, is obviously in cahoots with the Democratic Party. Yeah. And they, they just mm -hmm. spill this nonsense. It, it, there's no more journalism left in this country. Not at all. It's all, it's all opinion. These people don't do their jobs. Uh, sometimes I just think they're maybe they're fucking robots and we just don't know it. Or it's just a green screen. <laughs> they're point. not even real people. Well, that's how I feel about uh, most society, though, um, caller. I feel about 75 to 85 percent of humanity or just Americans in general are perfectly brainwashed. Yeah. It's hard to say otherwise. I, I, I see these people walking around and I'm seriously wondering, how are you even alive? What's in there? <laughs> what is going on in your world? I see all these people. I see. I look into their eyes and I see nothing. Yeah, I was talking uh, with one of my coworkers earlier on, and um, he's over here talking about. Oh, uh, he asked me, "What do you think uh, Trump represented?" You know, I was like, "Well, Trump was like a, a symbolism of um, the old patriotism of the country." He goes, "No, you're wrong." He says, "Trump represents white supremacy." I said, Trump oh, represents white Christ. supremacy. I said, let me ask you this. Then why is his daughter, uh, um, what's her name again? Ivanka Trump. Ivanka. She's, uh, she's married to a Jewish guy. Uh, this guy is Kushner. Yeah. You know, her Jewish name is Jael. You know, and his other son is, uh, I think he's uh, Jewish too. And then you see Trump running around with a yarmulke. So how are you going to say that this guy represents white supremacy? Meanwhile, you could pretty much say he's Jewish. Listen, man, yeah. listen, Trump never had a problem with racism, be, being a racist before yeah. he was president. It is, again, I have to say, it is the media that has portrayed him in this light. Yeah. He may say a and few that's what things I told him. that Stop sound off-color, but he's, he's not a racist. He, he was friends with Jesse Jackson. He was friends with Al Sharpton, yeah. uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey. He was on Saturday Night Live. He did all kinds of shows and he interacted with black people there were more black people that had jobs when he was president yeah and and it was that's record, true. Like that's record very numbers true. yeah but the yeah, media i'm over here i work that. in new york and new jersey and uh when he was president everybody was working you know it was like everybody had that's a right. damn job you know now is like it's, i said you come off the damn highways like you got to pay a damn toll because somebody's standing there with a damn cup all it's all the media. And That's let me um, let me ask you this, caller, since you are in the New York region, uh, are you seeing all the homeless and uh, immigrants out there running around? Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, now are you they're Latino? talking about are you um, Latino or Italian. Oh, um, I'm Latino. Uh, Latino. Let me ask I'm you Puerto a question Rico. real quick before yeah, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I got to ask: uh, Were you born here, or did you come from another country? No, no, I'm Puerto Rican. I was born and raised here. Okay, so so question to you. Uh, I, I don't know if you said you live in New York or New Jersey, but the thing is, how do you feel about uh, Mayor Adams bitching and complaining about, what, 15,000 people, immigrants, illegal immigrants that were put into New York City, as opposed to about 6 million that are in Texas, Arizona, uh, Southern California, and all the southern states? How do you feel about that? Do you think, do you think they're complaining, New York City complaining about Fifteen thousand illegal immigrants is like bullshit compared to what Texas has to deal with. Um, 
Well, look, I work um, for one of the city agencies, I'm not going to say. And um, everybody there is complaining about the illegal immigrants, you know, because it's it's crazy. What's going on in Texas is horrendous and it shouldn't be allowed. You know, there should be National Guard, there should be drones, there should be everything down there, you know, because we don't even know who these people are. But um, mm-hmm. what I was going to say before is this. You got uh, Eric Adams. Now he's actually paying the homeless people to leave the city and to go somewhere upstate New York. Oh. <laughs> giving out checks to the homeless people. Yeah. Amazing. But they're bringing, in, they're bringing in an influx of illegal immigrants. They're talking about bringing in 300,000 Venezuelans to get them put to work. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm, a, I'm 100% against the whole illegal immigrant bullshit. But if you're trading homeless people for people that's willing to work, then I'd say, you know what? At this point, we have no control of it. But then I would say, you know, maybe that's actually not a bad idea because we're going to have people who's actually going to come here to fucking work. You know, unlike many of the Americans, I'm against the whole illegal. What about what about the people that are on the streets that are are begging you for money that have no job? How about they get a fucking job first before we we bring illegal illegal immigrants into this country and give them jobs? How is that possible? It's fucked up, but that's why I said that these people had a chance to change their life, you know? Well, we had right. them in shelters. They were giving out stimulus checks to everybody. You know, at, at right, that right. time, no, they should have said, you know what, you let me get point. my shit together. You got a point. You know, but they correct. want to sit you there really and just point. use drugs and, and drink all their money away. And they, their habits became even 10 times worse when they were given, given uh, these stimulus checks. Right. You know, now they're yeah. basically they're stuck in that position. So if uh, Eric Adams saying, all right, we want to kick them out and bring in these people that's willing to work. I don't want those people here, these illegal immigrants. Nobody wants them here. Everybody I know is they're, fuck, they're going crazy. Like, what the hell is going on here? But right. if it's an we're forced into this situation, then I would say, you know what? If we're going to trade off these homeless and these drug addicts for these people that are willing to come here and work, then that's fine. The problem that I have Sadly. with the illegal immigrants is, let's just be honest. All these countries that these uh, people are coming from, they're like emptying out their fucking jails. That's the problem that yes. I have with the whole illegal yes. immigration shit. Venezuela is emptying out their jails. Cuba's emptying out their jails. Honduras, all of all these southern countries are emptying out their jails, and they're sending all of those people over here. That's right. You know, they come That's over right. here with as these a matter fucking of gang fact, signs. As a matter of fact, I saw footage of of a bunch of illegal aliens that were coming into the country. I didn't see one fucking Mexican, not one. They were all from South yeah, Africa, yeah. Sorry, from Africa, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Because I know there's, there's not probably a lot of black that... Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, you know, the, some of them, the ones that are here, you know, I can see them within the, um, the system. Because like I said, I work for a, public, uh, a transportation agency. I can see them and I can see their fucking tattoos. You know, and right, yeah. these are gang tattoos, you know? That's right. They're taking so over New York that's City. That's why I'm MS-13. like, yeah, yeah, they're fucking, exactly. They're fucking emptying out their jails, and they're sending yep. their useless eaters over here. We got enough useless eaters over here. Now, now we're getting more, you know? There was, a, there was an that's interview the, with Trump, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago, where he said he was speaking to one particular um uh, uh, medical worker from like an insane asylum type of thing, you know, a med- mentally uh, unstable organization facility. And he, he told the guy, or the guy told Trump, he says, I have nothing to do anymore. And Trump said, well, why not? He said, because they, they literally took all the people that were in the mental facility and sent them across the border to us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking real.
Very unreal. But that's the state of America right now, and New York is spending, I think, close up to $1 billion in, uh, on the hotels that they are using, yep. uh, the migrants, yeah. by the way, from the last I read. That's right, Michael. Yep. In addition and they're all to, filled up with fucking it, bed bugs. Oh, God. In, di- in addition to, to uh, having them sleep in high school and or uh, grammar school uh, gyms, um, they're sleeping or they're, they're putting them up in churches. By the way, these hotels, some of them are four- and five-star hotels. You don't say, really? Mm-hmm. Damn. They they give them the you know TV. They get pools to go swimming. And I mean, look, man, they're mm-hmm. they got it. In some cases, once they get here, they got it better than us. Yeah, I don't have a fucking pool. Yeah, they're giving these fucking uh these debit cards. Oh, that all their money gets loaded on. I'm thinking that they actually have UBIs. The majority of them, it has to be because some of them you can see like they're not doing nothing. They you pass by in the morning on your way to work. And you'll see them standing somewhere, and then when you come out of work, they're still standing they, they're there. They're still there. So, yeah, you'll see them in the stores. You'll see them shopping. I'm thinking they're getting UBIs, you know? Dude, you never know. Besides, um, you know, getting free jobs without, you know, any background checks or anything. I don't know. Something's got to be this done, or this country's going to go right down the toilet. My I think goodness. It's too late. I think we're done, you know, with this There's whole still a uh, chance. Ukraine and all that shit. I think we're done. There's, you know? if, if, listen, man, I, I hear you, and I totally stand by what you just said. But I will say this, and I hope um, I, I keep my fingers crossed when I say this. There may still be, be a chance. If we can make it to November 2024, and I hope this year goes by quick, if we can make it to then yeah. and get a, you know Trump back in office, I sincerely believe that he can fix this. And I think he's the only one who can fix this. To be honest with you, before I let you guys go, I don't think they're going to even allow an election to happen. If they know 100% the same thing. Trump is going to happen or Trump is going to win, they're going to do something to make sure that Absolutely. there's no election at all. What if they right. assassinated Donald Trump? Then we're fucked. Sorry? I said, what if Donald Trump gets assassinated? I wouldn't put it past them. Nope. You Some know? people but think I, it might I think happen. That I, I think they'll more like... Um, start a nuclear war, you know, because the whole assassination thing is, is really going to put a lot of heat on them. So if they can start a nuclear war somehow, then it's look, it looks more natural, you know, then they right. can declare martial law and get the rest of their policies that they want, gun confiscation, uh, force you to um, get the vaccine passport, and well, they can get everything passed just with that one act of a, uh, some type of nuclear strike. See, and, and that's what he just said, Michael, is what I was talking about before. If it gets to that point where, where like, the insanity just gets, like, so far over the edge, that's when I believe there, you know, there would be a rebellion and, and, and people will stand up. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, caller, thanks for calling in. We really, thank really you. appreciate that. That was uh, amazing. Great I, call. I, yes, thank you for that. We thank had you. no idea what's going on out there. Please feel free to call in whenever you'd like, my friend. Thank you. Take care, thank gentlemen. You. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. He's 100% right, Michael. It was a great call. It was. Really good questions and good conversation, really. It's good to hear really. from people that are out there um, that are living there right now. Mm-hmm. It's good to get their feedback. And there's only one other person I know that uh, just hates homeless people. I think we could play this clip here, Mike. We won't listen to this. Uh, it's like four minutes, but I, I'm not going to do that. But this guy hates the homeless. <laughs> He really does, Mike. I think this guy, again, I think he hates the homeless more than anyone else I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't have any change. I'm not going to give you an excuse. 
Fuck you. No, you can't have my money. Like, why do you think you're entitled to that? I'm so sick of that. Homeless people are bullies. They are. They're guilt-tripping and emotional-tripping us, right, or emotionally guilt-tripping people. And they, they do. They think that, uh, like, white women and young white men are easy marks. <laughs> I, I don't have any change. I don't, and I can't. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. My money, man. You're asking for my money. You can't have it. So... I always get a little wow. bit of a kick out of proving them wrong. It's like normally I wouldn't be vindictive. I'd be like, no, but uh, but they, but that, they think I'm like a mark. So it's like, oh, you think I'll prove you wrong? No, I'm not giving you money. I have money. You know, I have cash in my wallet. I have like three singles. I'm not giving any of it to you because I don't have to. Okay, and you know, like it's not like I hate poor people. <laughs> Look, I don't hate poor people. I don't hate homeless people. It's probably a bad optics rant, but it's like, I like I don't need that. I'm here to get my monster, not give money to a homeless person. All right. Uh, so anyway, I almost want to say like, yes, he hates the homeless, <laughs> but that's not what we're here for. We're here for the Biden audio, and yes, uh, Suka, that was one. Nick Fuentes, who was, you know, hanging out with Kanye at one time. And you know how that goes. Anyone who's hanging out with Kanye is out, of their, is out of their mind, in my opinion. Yes, Conway. Conway you West. Know, it, 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 I'd like to add something to, to this whole... About uh, Conway? Begging for money thing. Well, not about Conway. Oh, okay. A lifetime ago in, in the mid-90s when right. I was, um, I was taken, I would, I would... I would take the PATH train into New York City and meet my friend Mark, and we'd hang out, you know, go clubbing and whatever. Yeah. Walk, walk St. Mark's Place or, or something. The uh, good old days. Uh, Avenue A, and I'd have a great yeah. time. And, you know, at the time, I had a good job. I was making a lot of money, and uh, I had just gotten separated from my wife. So when I used to go into New York, whenever I – especially on Avenue A, when I would walk down the, that road – um, there would always be somebody asking me for money. And to be perfectly honest, I used to always give them a dollar. Mm. Okay. Uh, and if, particularly if I had it, but, and at the time I always had it. So I'd give them a dollar. You give it them. That yeah. was fine. There was one point in time that I had gone there and it was the same time error, but at a, you know, a, a, a you know, later point in time, I'm on the same street avenue a with my friend mark we're walking down going right. to one of the clubs and a lot of times you'd see these punk rockers sitting out on the streets you know as if they were quote unquote homeless homeless and they were uh, they, is, they wanted to be gutter punks yeah right right and they would ask you for monies and and so i'm walking by now mind you i only i didn't have enough to give away that night so as i'm walking down the street this punk rocker says to me hey man can you spare a dollar for a beer First of all, I, I, that was a real bad way to ask for money. Hey, right. man, can you spend, give me some money so I can get alcohol and get fucked right. up? I didn't have it, and I said, sorry, man. Now, at the time, you know, at the time, I'm wearing my black leather hat, my leather jacket. I got my fingernails painted. My hair's down to my ass. I got makeup on. You know, I'm doing the whole goth thing. And he says to me, oh, what's the matter? You know, a dollar going to break your fucking wallet? And I, <laughs> right. I looked at Mark, and I'm like, are you kidding? How many times I've given these people money? And the one time I don't have it, they call me like, they say I'm some, you know, a cheapskate. Should have so, gave him money, Mike. What's your problem? <laughs> I should have bought him a beer and said, shut the fuck up. 
Should have bought him a brew. And caller, go ahead. You are live. Oh, my God. Please turn off whatever you're uh, listening to back there or go inside. Go ahead. Oh, shit. I was Hello. afraid it was going to be too windy out here. Yeah, it's a little windy out there. And uh, you sound you sound like you're inside of a uh, tin can. Can't even hear him like <laughs> I could. Ba- I can't even hear you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hello. Yeah, you got to take us off speaker or whatever you're doing there. All right. Can you hear yeah. him? I can't hear anything. I could hear him now. Oh, okay. There he goes. Yeah, Speak. get us off. Yeah, get us off speaker there. Aloha. Can you hear me? This is the uh, depressed Hawaiian, by the way, Mike. Is it? Yes. Indeed. <laughs> he's he's alive. Up, he's alive. Dude, I was worried about you. Ask Michael. I was worried about you. I appreciate that, man. That's awesome to be concerned about. Of course, not only you, but your whole, your whole state. I mean, Jesus Christ, what you guys are going through is, ter- it's terrible. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it is. I don't think people, I live on a different island, so fortunately, I'm not really totally affected by it. But I don't think people that are living outside of Maui realize how fucked, it, fucked up it is. But yeah. um, I definitely do. Yeah, it's pretty bad out there. And by the way, if you are in the chat room, Mike, I, I know you might not be, but I do have a photo of Conway West, a more recent photo where he's dressed like a, I'm not exactly what to call that look, but he looks like he's going to go uh, to like a pro wrestling match in Japan or something. And he's he's got the new girlfriend with him and she's got like this bewildered look. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with, with these two, but they're dressed like... Like they're backup characters in Tron or something. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't know what 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 that look is right there. What what is that? I don't know, man. That is pretty weird. I I, wow. I don't I don't know what what's going on there. Uh, Kanye's what, looking uh, pretty goth. That Tyler Tyler's. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what I, I I the chick on the right. Who is that? They're looking very uh, cyberpunk. I guess you can say steampunk yeah you could say that uh again i'm just wondering why this girl's wearing these great tight pants with those stupid stupid shoes i don't know i guess it's called fashion mike i guess we'll never understand oh, it's so silly you know what strange you, you know it looks like it looks like conway is wearing what doyle wears oh, on right stage when he's on misfits. stage yeah <laughs> <laughs> those legging things that he puts oh, on his God. knees and shins. Why does he wear that shit? Because he won't wear the big high boots. Is he that short? It's not that he's that short. He claims to have back problems, so he uh, wears sneakers. Hmm. He wears sneakers, and then the things that he wears over his shins and over his feet cover the sneakers. I'm trying to find a good photo of it, but uh, I, I can't. Somebody just wrote me today about the shows that apparently they're doing a, a bunch of gigs that are including the ex original members of uh, of the band. Yeah, you mean Glenn? And, yeah, yeah. But I think that they're doing something with other members as well. I could be wrong. Yeah, but, I'm uh, I'm seeing he is wearing those weird um, the padded boot thing going on. I, I see right, a photo right. of it. Yeah, he does look like he's going to go play on stage with the Misfits now. Mm. It's pretty funny. They're like. The Misfits are like the kiss. Of I know. The they're like the kiss world. now. And I, I saw that there's like a reunion tour going on with uh, Glenn and Jerry and Doyle. And mm. I don't know who the drummer is. Making a lot of money. They're making a, a shit ton of money. Of, a lot How much money. do you think they're making a night, Mike, by the way? Mind you, this is, this is like a stadium. A million dollars 
Yeah, million dollars per person. So, so Glenn Doyle and Jerry make a million dollars per person. That is crazy. Per concert, per concert. Dude, that so is crazy. Right off, right off the bat, there's three million dollars that goes to the front, the the front men, Jerry Glenn and Doyle. Wow. They each get a million dollars a piece, and then I don't know how much they pay for, uh, you know, the rest of the musicians and the, and the crew and so on and so forth. But think about it. So now tickets. I, last I heard, like like the back asshole of the of the stadium yeah. seats were going for like two hundred and fifty dollars a piece. So imagine how much they're going for up front. I mean, that's ridiculous. That is man. crazy. Yeah, I would not pay to see that. No, I neither would I. I'm good. Like when, when the police came around like years ago, I, I love the police, and I always wanted to see them live. I never got to see them live. So when they did this reunion tour, yeah. Like tickets were like, I know upfront tickets were like three thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! Let's see. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Like, how can you enjoy yourself at a concert knowing you spent three thousand yeah, dollars? First of all, it's a concert. You're not going to get a great sound either. I mean, yeah, it'll be all right, but it's like you're not going to get that uh, CD quality. It's and it's not that like studio going, quality, you know. It's not like you're going to like an opera where you can sit down and 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 look at the performers and the and the show. You're in a rock concert. People are standing up. They're throwing things. They're yelling and screaming. You know, it's a concert. Yeah. It's a rock concert, for God's sakes. I saw the Nine Inch Nails, uh, by the way, um, back in like tw- 2007, probably, and I think I paid like fifty dollars. I think. Wow! And back then, when was that? When was that? This was 2007. So even back then, it was I'm, still pretty a little pro- bit cheap. A little cheaper, yeah. And I had good seats though. It was like right in the front. Compared to today, my goodness. Right. Yeah. I, um, I'm sorry. You can't call yourself a punk band if you're charging two hundred fifty dollars for back of the row. Well, I don't, I don't think they. Seats. I don't think they call themselves a punk band anymore. Oh yes, they do. They still do. Jerry does at least. I don't know. I don't. I don't really consider them a punk rock band anymore. You may not, and I may not. But they do. And in fact, oh, just about every interview I ever... That's kind of like weird. People send, people send me videos of like, you know, Jerry doing interviews yeah. or something like that. Um, and Jerry always talks about how his music is a positive thing for kids in punk mm. rock. And I'm like, positive? How can you... The lyrics to like Last Caress. Yeah, like, very positive lyrics. I got something lyrics. to say. Yeah, yeah. I got something <laughs> to say. I raped your mother today. Oh, that's positive. That's really okay. positive. Yeah. Raping moms is very positive, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the lyrics, uh, I even wrote about this in my book, although a lot of the lyrics are very dark and very murderous. Oh, yeah. And then Jerry goes and says, oh, yeah, we're very pop, we're very positive for the, the younger generation. And there's nothing positive about, I got something to say, I raped your mother today. No, not really. And by the way, we, we've been leaving the, the depressed Hawaiian on the line here. He's just there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm off. Sorry, man. I'm recording all this for the CIA. Don't worry. I'm I know. You're just there sitting. <laughs> oh, shit. I was hearing like some I background totally noise, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? It's the goddamn uh, caller. Uh, <laughs> China. Sorry. My God. Well, we, we apologize for that. So what else is going on uh, out there? What what's, seems to be the trouble, my friend? Are you ready for the October surprise? I am. I am always ready. Every day that I wake up and hello hasn't happened. I am. Uh, God damn it! Can you hear me? Uh, you're you're, caught, you're getting cut cut off here for some odd reason. I guess it's because of, it's FEMA. Uh, FEMA is cutting you off here because of the uh, October fourth emergency alert test that's going to happen. And has everyone all scared? 
I haven't heard about it. There's supposed to be an emergency alert going out? Yes, there's going to be an emergency alert thing. The FCC and FEMA putting out a, an alarm sort of thing, a test. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be something that everyone's phone will receive. Wow. Kind of like the uh, false missile alert. Right. Just oh like my God. A, what the one you, you you're talking about the thing in Hawaii when uh, uh, just a couple years ago where they 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 said it was a nuclear bomb that was headed for Hawaii. Right. Am I right? Right. I remember that. Oh, the, the wild the wild Hawaiian left. Is he gone? He's gone. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, probably a bad connection. Uh, he yeah, his phone was uh, really shitty. I don't know why. Dude, I'm glad to hear he's okay. Oh, he's calling back. Okay. I guess FEMA didn't cut him off. He's still here. What's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry for the poor audio quality today. Yeah, you sound great now. Okay, good. Cons- paid, considering paid what's FEMA. happening out by you, considering what's happening out by you, don't worry about it. Right. Um, by the way, so October 4th, you're going to get a, a message on your mobile phone at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And people are freaking out about it, by the way, Mike. Is that so? Yeah, people are scared. They're they're worried. They think this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And I always tell people, don't fall into this sort of thing. Yeah. Don't 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 get your hopes up too high. But I do think there will be a different October surprise. You think so? Anything can happen. Yeah. Anything can happen and will happen for sure. Now you mean? Do you I mean think they're gonna? Any- um, do you mean anything that can happen out by you or something, anything that can happen in America? What would it be a little specific? Well, I, I was listening to you guys talk earlier about like that guy, the caller from New York just said that you're going to do it. He thinks the nuclear bomb would be more likely than an assassination. But I think either scenario is likely, but I'll even take it a step further and say it'll be a fake assassination. So freaking Trump is an actor, man. He was in the WWE. I know you guys love him and shit, but he's playing a fucking role. That's all he's doing. And uh, he's just the whole, they. So anyway, sorry. Before I get all emotional and shit, <laughs> I think okay. they're gonna they're gonna try to bring back COVID. They're gonna try to bring back all this racial shit. They're, they are. I feel like during COVID, they actually were trying to start a civil war, but the American people were, are actually better people than we thought and we, we even though it got pretty crazy there for a while they weren't able to, to start a full-on civil war but i feel like that was the agenda they were attacking us from multiple vectors like racial shit through fucking covid lockdowns but i think now they're going to start really pushing it because they want to um they want a civil war so that they can bring in like some type of new government they're going to use the emergency some type of emergency bullshit to take away your rights. And that's why you were asking earlier, like, how come people can pass laws now and we don't even get to vote on it? It's because they make everything out to be a fucking emergency now, which I guess whenever they declare something an emergency, it gives them emergency authorization powers and shit. So mm-hmm. they tested it out during COVID and people didn't do shit about it. So now they're like, well, we can just say everything's an emergency and, and freaking just start passing laws without people voting on it. Like here in, in Hawaii, I'm sure you saw, like three weeks before the fire, the, the governor of Maui here, Josh Green, passed an emergency housing proclamation to get rid of all these housing laws so that c- commercial developers could come in and start building homes easier without to avoid all the environmental regulations and shit that they have there. So, it's, yeah, that's, I think um, and another reason they're going to do it is because 
So the banking system is going to collapse. I've been saying it. I mean, a lot of people have been saying that for a long time, but I think they've just been kind of like keeping it on life support so they could bring in whatever they're going to bring in next. Oh, you just saw that CEO from Wells Fargo jump to his death just the other day. So, yeah, things are going to get bad um, pretty soon here. Mm-hmm. I work at a bank too, and I think about jumping to my death every day. See, hate my job. see what I mean, Mark? <laughs> Pull your money out of the bank. <laughs> Pull your money yeah, out of the banks. You got, you got money in the bank, take it out. And the other thing they're talking about is is uh, getting rid of checking accounts and making it all crypto, which means they'll be able to trace everything you purchase. There'll be no more birthday cards with $20 in them. There'll be no more garage sales where you can buy something with cash. There'll be no more um, uh, you can't tip cash. So, again, another step towards Marxism. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Well, they'll thanks probably, for the. You know, they're going to get rid of right. regional banks. And they'll just be like one mega bank for the whole country. By the way, we, we have to um, get going here with the uh, next segment here. I, I forgot all about it. We are uh, running a little late here, Mike. Okay. All right. I'll let you guys go. You got it, brother. Thanks, thanks, for, hey, thanks for the update. Thanks for, you know. thanks for calling in, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear you're okay. And, we appreciate and I certainly that. Hope Help. I certainly hope yeah. everything goes all right in Hawaii for you guys. That's right. Thanks, bro. Stay safe. Love man. you guys. All right. Take care. We love you. Take care. Take care, bro. And there he goes. That was the depressed Hawaiian. And Mike, I'm looking at the time here, and I'm seeing that we got to yeah. keep uh, the phone. We got to keep the phone. We got to keep uh, the show rolling here. And we have um, the audio to play that we should have done do a while it. ago. Let's do it, man. I think it's that time. It is that time, yes. Let's uh, go to that image. If I can even find it there. Oh my goodness, there she is. This is, um, if you are in the chat room, this is the photograph of one Tara Reed in her younger years. Hang on, let me. Right around in the 90s when she was in the office there. Oh, okay, got it. So there we go. Um, Now we got to find the audio here, Mike. And. We're good to go. If I can find it. Oh, there it is, Mike. Oh, I am ready for this one. I, I know you are, Mike. Yeah, well, I'm dying to hear this. Who? We're going to learn a few things here, Mike. I'm pretty sure. And uh, yes, here is the audio. Let's turn this up and uh, listen alongside. If you could think back to that time, what did you think you were embarking on as far as a life? Because I'm sure it went differently. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was the beginning of my career. I was very enthusiastic. At that point, you know, Joe Biden was very powerful in the Senate. He was the chairman of judiciary, chairman of the foreign relations. I'm gone. No, I'm here. What what happened, Mike? Are you scared? Uh, I thought I thought I lost you. There you are. Okay. Are you okay? Did you? I'm happier now that I hear your voice. Did you need me to hold your hand? Yes. And anything else you'd like to hold? Or your vagina. (laughs) Hold you by the vagine. Hold my boobies. I'm going to hold you by, give you the bowling ball grip right right in there <laughs> all right i'm ready all right here we go i was really fascinated with um the foreign relations committee with um anything to do with geopolitics and i wanted to eventually run for um senate if i could or congress so i i looked at him as you know he's about I'm my father's age anymore. at that time uh, what, what did you say i don't hear anything you don't hear anything no oh mike what happened I don't know, but I'm not hearing any audio at all. Ooh. 
The audio is not working for Micah. I think I might know what happened here. Yes, uh, I know exactly what happened. Uh, you should hear it um, now. As a mentor, Try now, frankly. And, um, you know, so I was very <laughs> kind of starstruck Still that I got nothing. to work in the Senate. I was so proud to serve my country. Still I was nothing. so proud to, to nope. be in public service. It's what I always wanted to do. And so, yeah, I felt like I was in the right place. You know, that feeling like, oh, this is it. This is the right place to be. And what about the people you worked with? What was the climate in the office, uh, the other yeah, staffers? Yeah. You don't hear anything at all. No. Let, oh, me, let me switch to YouTube. Let me see if I hear anything. No, don't do that. Then there's going to be a weird echo and I'm going to have to kick your ass off the show. You're going to have to be like, get out of here, Mike. Nah, I'm not hearing anything, bro. Well, I'm not playing anything yet. I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking to you here, Mike. I'm not going to go to YouTube and- Yes, don't, don't, don't do anything. It's on my end. Yeah, I got you. Figured. Yeah, it's on me. Don't worry. I'll figure it out, Mike. Don't worry. Um, you should hear okay. now, though. Well, sometimes they say you get paid uh, in salary, and sometimes you get paid with the title. I didn't necessarily socialize with the people like I worked I with. No, they did. They all socialized with each other, but I kept a little bit of a distance. And I think there wasn't even a hit article written about that. But I wasn't an outlier, an outsider. I simply didn't think it was a good idea to go. And I wasn't a drinker. I don't really drink alcohol. I don't do drugs. And a lot of the people in that culture at that time were doing uh, cocaine. They were doing drugs. They were doing um, drinking and they were partying. And they would even do it at the House and the Senate. And especially on long nights when there was bills and stuff so basically she's talking about drug use and alcohol use uh around all these uh, people in in the office there I, I didn't hear it oh god well mike i think uh, i'll give you permission to uh listen in uh in the chat room that way you can listen but uh, i'll mute you here so there's no weird crossing of sorts all right i i just heard okay you'd see a lot of drinking and stuff and i i just wasn't part of that culture. It makes a lot of sense. Once so, in a while I did. Once in a while, you know, I did my wild whatever, went to the Irish pub and, you know, whatever. But I wasn't like an angel. But I just mean it wasn't a regular practice. It wasn't something that I sought out to do. It wasn't like, oh, this Friday night, this is all I want to do. Sure. What do you I was social. I also had built, because of Congressman Leon Panetta, I had built a friendships with some girls that um, we we lived in this place called the nunnery. They called it, they nicknamed it Thompson Mark, Markwood Hall, Markson Hall. And we, it was girls only and boys were not allowed up after nine o'clock. <laughs> of course, women snuck their boyfriends up because we were in their twenties, you know, whatever. But it's we like were, we were stuff. Like, like college. And, um, and so I made some really good friends. In fact, I'm still friends with some of them today. Um, well, now it's a little more difficult, but, but, you know, carried on for decades, our friendship, you know, because you're living in that dorm and then you're all walking across the street to the sun at the house. And it was supposed to be the safe place like in DC because DC was seen as so dangerous during that time. It was considered a very dangerous city. There was even like a headline article about that at that time. And what's ironic about that is the actual predators were in Congress. Let's yeah, let's talk about that. First of all, give me give me the the feeling of living in D.C. at the time. Having worked in there, I have a sense of what it looked like, obviously, in the last 10 years or so. But I'm curious, can you get specific about what we're talking about? Bad behavior. I don't have to have names per se, but I'm curious of examples of what we're talking about, uh, you know, whether it's liaisons or parties, or whatever. But like. So people get an idea because you're giving people a look behind something that they don't ever get to experience. Yeah. They suspect it, I think. 
But. Yeah, when I was at Thompson Markwood Hall, you know, at one point I brought my car out from California, being a Californian, we, I took the Metro, but we love our cars, you know how we are. So I was like often the designated driver because I didn't really drink and um, I, or like if we went far out, I was like the person that would drive or pick up someone that was in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a call, um, you know, and we had beepers back then, by the way, this is oh, like yeah. whole time. So I know, I was just 90s. thinking, this is, everyone's <laughs> thinking of Ubers, but there's no Ubers, there's taxi cab yeah, only, there's the Metro. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yep. no, cell phones weren't as common with that. So so then um, I went out and the young, there was a young girl who was in the hallway, um, who was in the, excuse me, the the uh, place, the hall with me, you know, that, that residence. And she called hysterical crying drunk, whatever. And, um, when I, when I got a hold of her and she was at a payphone, and in the middle of nowhere, and it was like really late at night, I woke up my other friend from the other room and said, you know, you're coming with me and we're going to go get her. And I don't want to say her name, That's but fine. she had had a consensual affair with a very prominent Republican Senator. And, um, I won't say his name right now. It's in my book. Mm-hmm. And I lead to it someday. I'll, I'll reveal who it was, but very prominent. You'd know the name. And he had had an affair with her and she was totally enthralled and thought he was going to leave his wife and be with her. And she's like 22. Oh she was my. younger than me. And, um, and she was anyway, she was crying drunk. Her stockings were all torn. He had apparently she'd made a scene and he dumped her off just in the middle of, um, somewhere in Virginia, just like on the side of the road and dumped her. And so I took her, you know, we took her in and I was like the whole time I was sort of sympathetic, but then also I was hoping she wouldn't barf in the car. You know, I was having those thoughts mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that we do when we're getting our friends out of messes. And the next day, you know, she was really, really heartbroken. I didn't really even realize. I just thought she was drunk until later how heartbroken she She's was. She's heartbroken, Mike. And, how sad. Uh, I was walking down the hall. And this young staffer walked up to me and he said, good job. Thanks for that. And I'm like, what? And he goes, cleaning up that mess. And then he walked away. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm part of the problem. Yeah, I'm part of the problem. Yeah. So she ended up going back to her home state and not returning. And she was a very young intern. who. So nothing new here, Mike. So far. I mean, we kind of already know that goes on. Had sexual relations and he dumped her on the side of the road. So. Can you talk about so this? Bitches is are getting ran through. I'm both curious, but also a little bit. Uh, we know that already. A little bit horrified by it. Um, there is a culture of women that are very attracted to to particularly unattractive men who have power that are much older than them. Can you talk yeah. about it, especially because it sounds like you were kind of a dispassionate. By the way, that is true. There are lots of uh, broken women out there with uh, daddy issues. Women that have no father uh, grew up with uh, no father in their lives. They sort of. Uh, they sort of uh, cling on to that for some odd reason, Mike. Yeah, it's it's an, uh, almost like an abandonment issue. It's a little gross. Mm-hmm. From the outside. Not for him, though, right? I mean, that's a good time. <laughs> Not this young bitch, you know, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, that's a weird situation, but no, you're right. It is, is a it weird still, situation. Is it still playing? Because I have to no. shut off the audio. No, no, that time I, I, I hit pause just to talk to you. Oh, okay. Just to get your thoughts on this, because it seems like that's kind of what's been going on in every sort of workplace uh, that has, you know, you have these young interns, you have people that work with you, you have coworkers, you have, you have everything. And in this sort of setting, you're going to have, um, you have a uh, women around and, you know, you're doing drugs, you're doing this, you're doing that. And then all of a sudden you're banging your intern and cheating on your wife. Uh-huh. 
You're, you're like, those are problems I want, Michael. <laughs> you're like, I want that life. Yeah, I wish I can complain about that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It'd be a different show th then. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, nothing new here. You know, we're hearing the audio here with Tara Reid about, she's talking about Joe Biden, and pretty soon it gets pretty graphic. I know this is, it's a slow build, I know, but it gets pretty crazy. I mean, that Joe Biden. An observer. And I'd love to hear your response and just seeing some of your younger colleagues, young, pretty, shame, idealistic. It's really a shame. You know, like, how does that yeah. work? How certain things are just swept under the rug. Yeah, they get taken advantage of. All this sort of thing goes on. And uh, believe all women, they said, Mike. That's that's not, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't, that's, what, I don't, that's what the Democrats said. Believe yeah. all women. But I don't subscribe to that. I don't I mean, either. You, you, you either tell the truth whether you're a man or a woman or whatever the circumstances may be so it's not about just believing women for their accusations or allegations i agree let's move on here mike and hear what the um what to get into uh, i mean there were many like that um that thought i mean you too you have to remember at the time period in the 90s there's still this thought or traditional theory that women were to get married and have babies and and that powerful men were the way you go it's almost like biological right they go for the biggest wingspan and the birds and sure. in this case they're going for the, for the most power i look at it dispassionately probably because i was estranged from my father for most of my life so i didn't have what you would call daddy issues i didn't have i i didn't idolize a daddy and oh, really? i didn't think i needed one if you know what I mean, saying. Well, Biden so was I your just, daddy. I just that wanted night. a partner. I wanted like um, I wanted a guy who was equal to me and could handle me, but I didn't want necessarily. In fact, all the men I dated were my age or even a little younger. Um, so I didn't want an older dude. In other words, she wants to get roughed up in the sack, Mike. <laughs> you know, she's one of the gir these girls that you that they want to get choked. You know, they want to get thrown around in the bedroom, slapped around. Yeah, she wants to be treated like a whore. I'm not saying that. That's what she's projecting. That's all. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on whatever your sexual preferences are. I mean, both men and women can think of some pretty... Uh, pretty wild stuff. ...debaucherous yeah. things to do when it comes to sexual pleasure. So who knows? I mean, yeah. It's not just women. It's men, too. It's mostly men, but, you know. Hey, men get raped all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard that, too. That's true. <laughs> In more ways than one. Right. Uh, that's just me. I just didn't find them attractive. And um, ah, okay. But some of my friends did. And they just did. They they found that alluring. Maybe the way they dressed. Maybe the way whatever it was. Oh, shit. Biden had it going on, them. Mike. It's always been a mystery to me. Um, <laughs> but, but they did. Um, there were several that were just what you're saying. They were actually doing a job kind of hunting for a husband or a powerful lover that could take them to the next level rather than just relying on their own skills which which is kind of sad well i'm i'm reflecting on this this sort of uh, cultural phenomenon and I, I could see it though to be honest with you now there's a photograph here of one joe biden and you know he's a lot younger back in the 90s and uh, you know i'm looking at him now and i'm like you know, this man was probably running through all kinds of strange trim. It's there's probably some truth to that. I'm I sure. think there is. I think there is. I think <clears throat> think we got something here. He looks like a man who was knocking it all out of the park. Again, it, it, it it's very possible 
who knows what goes on behind the closed doors of the elite. He's obviously, he's a liar left and right. He's been a liar for 47 years since he's been in office, uh, you know, as a, what the hell was he, a governor, senator? I can't remember. Some bullshit, yeah. But, you know, there's been obvious. um, He's got a track record. Right. I was just going to say he's got an obvious record of, of, of being involved with weird things and very odd things. And he, he lies constantly and he's been caught in lie after lie after lie. And again, this is what you voted for, Democrats. Good God. Let's continue this audio. Pretty mm-hmm. Woman was released in 1990. Pretty Woman. Julia Roberts movie oh, yeah. with Richard Gere. And, and mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, I see a lot of the parallels there. You know, he's rich. He's powerful. He's he's kind of dashing. He's got gray hair, even at a younger age, you know, and, and she's Office young. And, gentlemen. Right. Yeah. And, and there is that phenomenon that was kind of um an archetype or a mythology that existed in the 90s joe biden knocking that is kind of a throwback thing i mean it's almost vintage 50s kind of thing where women were looking for that (laughs) that kind of hero but it wasn't a knight in shining armor think about uh, what was it bonnie tyler that did uh, i need a hero right (laughs) i need a hero kind of time and so that's what we're describing and 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 i just want people to get into that mindset because it is so different than 20 plus years, 30 years from now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, they would make jokes in front of us about sex or whatever, or like, they would tell us, you know, to go get the beer, go get the wine, bring it to the, you know, I remember carrying cases of beer up to Panetta's office for the other staffers. Oh, shit. He wasn't doing that, but it was his, you know, staff. Mm-hmm. And um, make, and they'd make jokes about, they'd go through like the resumes and and like try to you know and, and joke about what the women looked at. i mean it's just you know and and some of it i didn't you know i grew up with brothers so i grew up with three brothers sounds like a lot of locker room talk was going on mike yeah a lot apparently. of uh, a lot of grabbing by the pussy was going on and that's myla kunis by the way getting her pussy um uh done with there you messed up why oh, i'm just saying i'm just telling the truth i'm not lying here no i know i just wanted just, to uh, it. crack me up I'm just backed by the facts. That's all. So, so who's this? Who is that chick on on the? I just said Myla Kunis. Oh, okay, right. Okay, I I thought you meant Mike Kunis. Mike Mike Hunt. Close enough. Yes, that's the chick from uh, that '70s show. Right. right. Yeah, she's cute. With uh, the husband Ashton Kutcher. And what is she doing here? Sneezing uh, in bed. Mm, she's having an orgasm, I believe. Oh, I thought she was either sneezing or coughing or... Well, I mean, she could be. <laughs> she could be uh, coughing, sneezing. There could be a lot of things going on now that I'm looking at this gif. Uh, yeah, you know, she could be having a seizure, probably. <laughs> She's uh, about to throw up. She's been uh, dropping Special K. <laughs> Uh, she does. She's uh, her career is like all voiceovers now for cartoons. Yeah, that's what happens when you support Daniel Masterson. Hmm. Well, I don't know if that's true, but it did not help her. Well, that was a very interesting. Oh, it's clip. not. It's not over. Oh, we're not done. Oh, okay. No, we haven't even got to the part where Biden sticks his fingers up oh, her bowling yeah. ball. <laughs> yeah. Right up that bowling ball. Oh, goodness. Let's continue. Right and I didn't have a sister to, to, you know, um, so I know how men behave and I didn't think too much of that. Like I wasn't, I'm not, I don't like the word feminist, but I wasn't like a hardcore feminist, but I did want 
to be appreciated for my intellect. Oh, that's true, by the way. I had to pause the show because uh, the other cider said they say she baths only once a year. She what? She only takes a shower once a year. Or they only shower, you know, when they get really dirty or something. That's what she was talking about in terms of herself and her children that she raised. That's weird. They don't really take many showers in that household, in other words. That's a little gross to me. I wouldn't want to go to that house on a hot summer day. I don't think you want to be uh, all up in there either, Mike. It's probably not a pleasant smell down there. It probably smells like a can of tuna fish. It smells like a lot of yeast. Rotten eggs. Good God. <laughs> abilities and my a skills factory. and my right. analytical skills and um that definitely wasn't happening when i was 27 28 years old so no all right you you mentioned earlier predators weren't on the streets they were in the halls of congress oh, let's shit. uh let's go there and kind of dig into that a little bit we talked about the culture now um you had a very unique experience with that and i know some people have asked questions about it you and i yeah. have talked about it uh let's let's lay it out for people what the allegation was what the you know so they can make up their own mind uh, about your story sure here we go yeah you know i um well it started off like this you know i didn't have any kind of rapport or relationship with joe biden i met him you know i was a low-level staffer so i had you know a little bit of contact with him but not a lot mm -hmm. he was there daily you know, on and off and sometimes he'd be traveling there would be like a whole week i wouldn't see him whatever um and there'd be other times where i'd see him twice or three times in a day you know it just depended um, I wouldn't necessarily interact with him. It wasn't like a, a flirtation or a relationship like you heard about, like with Monica Lewinsky or some of those things, nothing like that sure. um, yeah. at all. And so I thought of him, this office, not so much him per se, but the office as like a mentoring place where then I would make, you know, my next move. Like, I Wait a minute. Did I sense some jealousy there, Mike? I don't know. Um, I kind of got some jealousy vibes there. Like, um, she's like, not like Monica Lewinsky. There was a little bit of a, you know, there's a little bit of an attitude there. You think so? I, I, I don't I, know. I, you know, I it, think you're perceiving it a little. Or am I going too crazy? I think you're perceiving it a little. Okay. I, I thought, wait a minute. You're, you're jealous of, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, is that where all this comes from? Is because you wanted to be more of like a regular thing, not like a, you know, one night stand sort of thing. You know what? Based on the actions of a certain current president, yeah, I I sincerely believe that these actions that she's just, she's talking about, I believe they happen, and I believe they happen in a certain uh, uh, disrespectful way. Mm. You know, not yeah. in a consulting adult type of manner. I think that what was done, I believe it. I believe her, and I believe her because the media totally let this story dry up they they've been they've been doing their their absolute best to us sweep it under the under the rug right. like meanwhile they will not let the whole stormy daniels thing go, go away. to waste <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, they they run on that and yet here right. we have something that's it, it's very very possible i sincerely believe what this woman is saying and yet nobody's covering it and i'm glad she wrote a book because i think she she needed to be heard and she I hope seems very level-headed by the way, I, I think so, too. And that's why I believe her. Like when I hear Alex Jones's wife, uh, you know, I'm I'm getting some red flags there. Like, I don't believe a word she says. Yeah. Some people you can't. Yeah. There, there's some women I don't believe at all. I think they're full of shit. But let's be fair here. Let, let's be fair. It's not just women. It's 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 both sexes. Oh, I agree. Yeah. There's some guys I don't believe at all. 
Yeah. And I've been very, I've been very transparent with what guys I don't believe a fucking thing from. Yep. So it's just people in general. Some people are just friggin' liars. Right. That's true. Let's continue. This is going to get good. I would work here for a while and then move up. And that quickly changed um, the reality of that. He started making, like, when I would see him at a meeting, he would put his hands on me, um, put his hands on my shoulder, and then he would rub my neck underneath my hair with his thumb. And he would just put, you know, he just didn't have any kind of sense of space for people. And it was really unusual. It sounds like Joe. No yeah. boundaries. Yep. Yeah. And, sounds I, and, like Joe. and we didn't really use the vernacular back then like that. It was just, yep. it was odd. I just remember being like, God, okay. But Netta never did anything like that. Like, I can't mm. even imagine him doing anything like that. I believe that. So, so I, and I only have that to compare to, right? Mm-hmm. So then um, uh, he kept doing things like that in, at different times. And then there was an incident where I walked in to where Marianne was sitting. And there was an argument between um, Genevieve Cullen, one of the staffers and her, and another staffer, um, Tracy, um, who was the assistant to Marianne. And they were all arguing about the fact that Joe Biden wanted to have me serve drinks because he liked my legs and he thought I was pretty. And Hold on. Um, so who, who's having this argument? These are two women discussing what Joe Biden had said to them. Right. And so Genevieve was sticking up for me and she turned to me and she was like in the heat of it. And she goes, Tara, you don't have to do that. That's not your job. And I'm like, okay. And I, it was like one of those moments where, and then everyone kind of looked at me. I was like, there's nothing I can say that's going to be right. Anything I say is going to be wrong in this, in this moment. And I just kind of froze. And, um, Marianne said, you know, she gave me a look like she had this way of giving you a look like when she was trying to get you to do what you're supposed to do. She was my supervisor. Right. And so I just stayed quiet. And then, um, you know, Genevieve talked to me by myself and then, and then Marianne took me in the hallway and she said, you know, you've got to just keep your head down and, you know, you go along to get along, you know, that kind of, the kind of pep talk, right? Like this is, you know, you should take this as a compliment, you know, like he, he noticed you and you should, you know, whatever. And, and, and you're what, 28 years old? Yes. Um, I'm sorry. You're about 28 at the time. Is that <laughs> yes, 27? What about this, yeah. this picture that we're flashing up on the screen you sent over? What, what what age was that? You think? I was the same age. I was. It was like, in fact, it was taken a month before I went to Biden's office. Okay, so. so just so people, this is this is the hair. This is what the the look is that you've got. This is the this is the era. I'm looking at the clothes. Even the clothes is kind of reminding me of the 90s too. <laughs> and and so uh, and how old is this this woman who's your boss that's telling you? What is she? She's 50s. Okay, so she's kind of matronly, and she's giving you, this is how it works. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. Then um, I went home, of course, talked to my mom. And my mom was furious, and she goes, that's, she labeled it. She goes, that's sexual harassment. That's not okay. And I'd been calling her about him putting his hands on me and feeling, like, weird, not knowing how to handle it. And it put me in a weird situation in the office with other people. You know, it was just a weird thing. What did and mom say? And then, <clears throat> What was she saying? What, what would your mother say about that? Because that's... Well, she was furious. She said I needed to make a complaint. Right then. Right there. That A part of me believes that right there, by the way. Like, the whole hands-on thing. Because I... Obviously, I've worked many jobs, and I've seen how some guys are, you know, very touchy-feely. Right. And, and they weren't even in high positions. And that made... Uh, it doesn't matter if they were in high positions, but it, it didn't really make the girls working there feel too good. No, I, I agree with you. But so I, you know, I'm, I'm believing that part. 
Yeah. So, so far, I'm believing the story. Yeah, it's very believable. Just to be honest, just to be honest, I am believing her. She sounds intelligent. She presents herself as an intellectual. And uh, I'm wondering if she wrote the book or someone wrote it for her. Because if she wrote it herself, then she obviously has some bit of intelligence. It doesn't sound um, like she's unhinged or anything. Unlike other women out there, you kind of already know they're fucking crazy. (laughs) It's pretty obvious. Because they will reveal themselves. Mm. To prove that, so far, so good. I believe it. Let's continue. Like she was telling me right then to take action, to put, put my foot down. So I did, in a sense. I, I said, no, I'm not going to serve drinks. I didn't want to do it. Marianne was furious with me. We had several, I call them our hall meetings. She would take me out in the hallway and like scold me and tell me everything um, that I was supposed to be doing. And, you know, my mom was very fierce and very activist. And at this point, I was a little more uh, timid about that kind of thing. Like I was more careful and I really wanted a career and I was trying not to make this a huge deal. I just wanted it to go away. Right. I just thought if I just am quiet, it'll just go away. And then, but then by refusing that sort of sent a message and then things got really icy in the office. And so I went to talk to the chief of staff and, and told him, you know, I, I didn't like it, you know, and was we this um, event that, yeah, this event you turned down, was this a specific um, party of notoriety or was it just like a, a Thursday night kind of thing? I don't even know what it was. It was like one of those, I can't, I think I remember it as like a fundraising. So offsite, it would have been offsite. I know mm-hmm. that, but I, I remember it's kind of being a fundraising, but I'm not sure. And you're not allowed to have fundraising on the Hill at that point in that. So it was like something that was being done, but they, but they would often have, um, you know, they'd have staff do things differently than what their roles were, but this was, it, it's just the way he presented it. It was not okay. So, okay. So that went by, right. But then things get really frosty. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm being sort of frosted out and, but it's, it's the kind of environment where it's all hands on deck. It's not as rigid as it is now where everyone has their roles. I, you know, they were, you know, everybody would have to pitch in, to different offices. Like for instance, I was helping the assistant press secretary. I would go through speeches and do some editing. I would go take notes at a hearing. You know, we, it was just all hands on deck, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was doing that. I was actually correcting something on the um, some uh, document or whatever. And I get this frantic, you know, ask from Marianne, she comes running in, which she usually never does, um, to where I was and said, um, can you please take this? He, he forgot it. It was his gym bag Marianne, and take it to him. And I, and I remember him, my him being time. Joe Biden. Yes. And, and yeah, him, he's him. So, so yeah, so I had to go. Um, so I go, you know, running after him towards the Capitol and, um, as I'm going down, I remember like, I, I remember flashes. I don't remember exactly where I am. And one of the things that I've been careful about is because every day I worked there and took sometimes different routes, sometimes the same, but it's like trying to remember the exact route I took. But I remember I went downstairs. I remember my shins, I had my heels on. I, I wasn't wearing like, sometimes you'll throw on tennis shoes or different shoes because of the marble floors. Cause they hurt. But anyway, I remember my shins hurting. I remember that. Um, that distinctly, like more of the physical stuff and going down, chasing him down and basically, and he's, 
ahead of me. I see him. He's talking to someone. They walk away. And then we're like in his corridor um, near the Capitol because we're going, you know, remember, this is the, the he is coming from the Senate building, from the Russell building. So then, um, you know, I'm just focused on getting him this gym bag. Right. And then going back to what I was supposed to have this document done. And I was really focused on that document. But I was also kind of like, okay, I'm going to see Joe Biden and hand him a gym bag, you know, whatever. Um, and then was he that, said, Was that a remarkable thing for you at that moment? Would that have been a remarkable experience for you in any way? Well, I mean, not so much, but, but like, because I had just seen him at, a, at another meeting and I was already kind of like not sure how I felt about him. I was. It's a remarkable feeling giving him his gym bag. Is that what this motherfucker just asked? I, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that part. I, I hope he didn't just ask that. I I think he did, though, Mike. Did he? He's like, was, <laughs> would that have been a great experience for you? <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Let's yeah, continue. Kind of silly. This fucking guy. I already kind of like half liked him and half thought he was a little, there was something off. So I had mixed emotions, let's put it that way. Is it was, uh, good to have FaceTime with the senator when you're working in the office at a low level? Is that a... a Oh, it's huge. It's huge. But my interactions low level were kind of weird. That's so I wasn't sure what this was going to be. And I was right to worry. Um, so anyway, I handed him the gym bag and and said, um, you know, here you go, Senator. I called him Senator. I didn't call him Joe. And he recognized my name. You know, he said my name. And then um, next thing I knew, and this part is really hard for me to describe because it wasn't like... It wasn't like sequential. It was just all at once. I was up against a wall and I remember the coldness of the wall. And I remember, you know, I remember him being underneath my clothes, like underneath my shirt, underneath my skirt. Like he was just, and you know, I had absurd thoughts. I thought, where's the gym bag? Like, I remember thinking that, you know, which is an absurd thought, but that's one of my vivid memories. And um, there is no gym bag. And I think I just didn't want what was happening to be happening. And so he was saying things to me and I can remember some of it, not all of it. And he was kissing me and leaning in and it was, um, and I was trying to pull back and I was, and I remember the smell and there was a smell that I didn't like. It was like a dry cleaning smell. And even when I talk about it, I get nauseous. Like there's a a particular smell that if I ever smell it, I get like immediately. (laughs) There's a smell. But like I didn't. This nasty, smelly bastard, uh, Biden. Messed up. Even back then, he smelled like shit. <laughs> Want him near me, and um, and he was forcing it, and uh, he used his leg to spread my legs, and um, he was saying he wanted to go, you know, he wanted to fuck me. Whoa! He, he said he got very graphic, and he said other things. Wow! Can you imagine that? I want to fuck you. He said that? That's what he said. That's what she said, right? Word. Wow. Creepy Joe. He is a friggin' creep, man. Wow. And this is the president, by the way. Yep. I mean, I could, uh, that sounds a little crazy, you know? Because he's so much better than Donald Trump. Sounds a little crazy. You know, all I heard from Donald Trump was grab him by the pussy, and I thought that was hilarious. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to fuck you. That sounds a little, sounds a little crazier. A little straightforward. I want to fuck you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> what a compliment. Oh, wow. What? And again, like I said, the, the press did nothing to follow up on this whole story. Nothing. 
Let's hear that again. Uh, he used his leg to spread my legs. And um, he was saying he wanted to go, you know, he wanted to fuck me. And he, <laughs> he said he got very graphic and he said other things. And yikes. How loud is he, he was, speaking? He very softly. It was like in my ear. He was kissing me and doing it like in my ear. And that. I want to fuck you. <laughs> That's gross. I want to fuck you, Mike. <laughs> Let me fuck. Please, this is a family show. Fuck. It's a family show, Mike. How dare you? I feel like I'm on date rape. <laughs> gonna rape you. No oh, goodness. I'm gonna rape you, Mike. There goes the PG rating, folks. I wanna rape that ass. It's oh, all yours, that, buddy. Rape that little ass. Just the thought of you thinking about it turns me on. That's why it almost sounded <laughs> in my mind echoey because it was like right in my ear, right? <laughs> and and kissing me and I'm pulling away this, you know, like more, away. More. And he doesn't seem to be taking those signals. And then he <laughs> penetrated me oh. with his fingers and um He penetrated me. I managed to pull away. And I remember, you know, my whole body was like shaking because wow. it wasn't just what he was doing, but it was like uh, he was you know, it was him and, you know, he had a lot of power and it was just really frightening. And I just didn't want to be part of what he was doing. And I was saying no. And, um, you know, he An invasion. immediately. That's right. An invasion of your body. No means no. That's right. I can't believe it. That is outrageous. Mike, you would never hear a woman say that I raped them, by the way. Just for the record. Well, that's good. I would never be me too in other words. Can I can I shut off the audio to YouTube yet? Almost. We're almost done. Okay. I just because I there's a, a long not a long delay, but there's like a ten second delay between gotcha. what you're saying and what I'm hearing. Okay. No worries. Here we go, okay. Mike. We're almost done. Yep. Okay. Thing that's really disconcerting. He smiles when he's angry, which is very disconcerting. I think and a lot of Americans have seen that recently. He he smiles when he's very angry and um, he, he used to do it like in meetings. If he was pissed off at somebody or somebody pissed him off, he would smile and then say something through his gritted teeth. So anyway, at first he was saying, come on, man, I heard you liked me. And then um, in my mind, I'm thinking, what did I do wrong? How did I get in this position? Immediately, I'm starting to think about like all my behavior. Like, what did I do? How did I get to this right to this moment? And then he um, all of a sudden switched to that smiling and anger and had his, you know, finger Doesn't in my matter. face. And he said, um, you're nothing. You're nothing to me. And you're in public, but there's nobody yeah, around. There's no around at this point yet that I know of. Maybe people were, if they were, I wouldn't even have known. I was like, you know what I mean? I was tunnel vision into what he was, what was happening. That's pretty cold blooded, by the way. You know, to it, say it that to matter, um, to say that to, to anyone really, a man or woman, to say that to them in right in a serious in a serious kind of way. That's that's got to sting just a little. Listen, man, like just by what he said to her, allegedly, like if he said to her, "Hey, man, I I heard you like me." Doesn't matter. You don't invade someone's <laughs> come, come on, space. man. By, that's what he that's know. what he told her. He's like, "Come on, come man. on, <laughs> come on, man." I thought you liked me. Oh, no, Joe Biden. My fingers in you. Ooh. He's, just a pig. I didn't give you the bowling ball grip. You like it. <laughs> Damn, Joe, you are cold-blooded. He's a liar. He's Ooh. such a liar. That Joe Biden. My God. Wow. Happening. 
Sure. And I was shaking. Let me know. Are we ready and, to go? Um, I remember yeah. my legs were shaking so bad. It's almost like I could barely stand. And, um, and he's, he, I think immediately realized he'd gone too far. Um, Cause after he said, you're nothing, you know, a couple of times and, you know, and I, he took me by the shoulders and he kind of shook me and he said, you're fine. You're okay. You're fine. And then he took the gym bag and he whisked away and walked away. And I, was just standing there still silent and still trying to like comprehend what had happened. And he was already off and somebody was getting his attention. And I remember I sunk down to these stairs and these stairs, it's where they have the tall windows. And I remember thinking, uh, it was just, it was horrible. Cal. I mean, I, I knew like what he did made me feel so uh, gross. Like it just felt gross. It just, I felt um, terrible and used. And, and then on top of it, you're saying you feel gross. I wasn't even raped and I feel gross. Yeah. Yeah. I need a long shower after hearing this shit. I knew that was the end of my career. Like I sat there and, and, and I was processing that. So it wasn't just the actual assault and he, you know, and, and it hurt. It's not like he, he was being gentle, right? It was like, you know, our knees clashed. So my knee was hurting he, you know, he entered me with his fingers pretty violently. And this I was, was not I something felt, that you were physiologically no, prepared for. No. And I, I couldn't even comprehend it was oh, an assault, God. but it was an assault. And, um, but at that time I didn't even think of it in those terms. I just, I was just trying to assimilate it. It was really hard. And I knew in that moment, my career was over. Like it Why was did you over. Know that? It's just, I, I can't, because of how angry he got and because he, how, how powerful he was, I just had this moment that I knew my life was, was forever changed. She and knew it because it. she turned down a powerful this. man who had control over her. Absolutely. And it happens in life. Even though some people don't want to admit that these things uh, occur, but uh, more often than you know, sadly. It's just, it's just really a disgrace. Oh, it really is. It really is. It's pretty messed up, Mike. If it's true, because we don't know. We don't know for sure. But so we can't based on... automatically just be like, he's guilty, that fucking piece of shit. Exactly. Yeah, you can't on, do that, you know. Based on our allegation, it's, I mean, it's a pretty you strong and I case. are both kind of swayed towards the possibility of her being truthful about it. And and I'll tell you, I, I, I do believe it based on having seen his actions with with other women, kids. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Just, he's very hands-on. That's the problem. A, I was just going to say he's a very grabby person. That's the whole. That's the whole issue I have with the guy. He's really grabby. Doesn't know how to keep a, a respectable distance from no, not at all females. It doesn't seem like it, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather leave, uh, leave uh, this gif up here of uh, Mila. Mila. Yeah, yeah, leave that. That's much more pleasant. I think you might. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think you prefer that. <laughs> I'll leave that up there for you while we uh, finish the rest of this. As she can feel coughing or hiccuping, right? Or sneezing, whatever it is she's doing. She's a sneeze coughing. Yes, a sneeze cough <laughs> with a hiccup. Uh, yeah, hiccup. That, yeah, that too. Hiccup. And um, and as you sat on the stairs, what, what was your next move? Where did you go next physically? Uh, I, I went to the bathroom and cleaned up a bit, and then. I got home and that part I, it's so odd. I don't remember going back. I had to have gone back to the office to get my purse, but I don't remember 
at it all. Like, I just remember the next thing I remember is being home and I um, was talking to my mama. Sounds like she got drugged. Wow. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, because she's like, I don't remember what happened. Wow. Could you imagine? That would be like Bill Cosby shit. That sounds like some Bill Cosby shit. If she's telling the truth, my perception of the story is obviously you aren't missing time and you didn't see strange lights in the sky like it's the X-Files. You know, it wasn't a UFO visitation. You were hanging out with Joe Biden. Next thing you know, your asshole hurts. <laughs> like anal probing. You got an anal probing going on. But in reality, you hung out with Joe Biden. That's what happens. So, Damn. yeah, it's pretty wild. She might have been date raped like Bill Cosby. It's very possible. I Damn. mean, it, at this point, anything is possible. We're solving crimes, Mike. We're doing the, the, the Lord's work. Ah, uh, Michael and Mike, private dicks. Private cocks. <laughs> you ready for this? Uh, we're almost done. Okay, you Here ready? Go. Yeah, okay. let's hear the conclusion. On the phone, and she was screaming at me, and we got in this huge argument because she wanted me to go right then to the police. Well, before I called her, I had taken a shower, and I had, like, taken a shower, and I would like, taken all my clothes, including my shoes, and put them in a garbage bag and took them down to a dumpster. Like, I, I mean, I didn't even want the shoes I had on. It was so, I was just like, I was acting without thinking, if that makes sense. And yeah. um, my mom was trying to, anyway, and the shower thing was like, I couldn't, like, I remember my, I was scrubbing my face because I couldn't get rid of that smell, that smell that it just, it just, ugh. And um, my, anyway, my mom was screaming at me to go to the police. And I was like, it's the Capitol Police. You know, the they're not going to help me. Joe they're not going to help. Dickhead. You know, they work for the they work for the members of Congress. They don't work for us. What I didn't know at that time is that I could have gone to the Metro Police, but probably, you know, it was the 90s. Who knows how they would have treated me? Who knows what would have happened? Um, but I didn't choose to do that. I should have listened to my mother and I didn't. Um, she begged me. She even started sobbing on the phone after she got mad. And then, you know, I but I just wanted her to support me. I didn't want to be told what to do. And so we got into this like really bad argument. Um, so that's how that went. And then uh, within the next day, I had talked to my brother, my little brother. I put it in a little. Mike, I got to be honest with you. I'm believing this woman. Yeah, it sounds very credible. It seems pretty credible. It seems like she it, might be telling the truth. It's too bad. Like she said at the end here, it's too bad that she didn't go to the police they could have possibly done a dna uh, thing swamp yeah what are they like a rape kit yeah. test on her well this was it, back in the day though uh, right and i that's what i was just going to say like, like as she said it was back in the 90s yeah. who knows how they would have handled it right. but uh if they if there was a possibility of getting his dna in her body yeah i mean i don't even know how that works but mm. I, I guess maybe i guess his skin his hands may give off sweat or something i don't know but uh there's a possibility that she could have proved it unfortunately she didn't go through with it right it's too bad it is too bad Ooh, this is, is, that, is that it no almost almost done. this is so bad though i'm sorry i saw i'm sorry to keep asking it's just that i have to keep going back i know it's okay we understand order to hear the audio all good all good we appreciate you um doing that mike you're a soldier just let me know when you're ready to go here we go there we go. More delicate terms because he was my little brother. So, mm -hmm. you know, you don't talk to your little siblings the same way that you do, you know, your your parent. 
And then I told my friend who worked uh, in Kennedy's office, actually, and um, and she's one of my uh, witnesses. She would have testified. She's one of my cooperating witnesses, and she she knew what was going on all along, like with Biden and everything. And um, this was part of the girl talk that you guys had when you were discussing your work. Yeah, yeah. And then so when I, I called her when this happened at the next day, and and I called her, and uh, she was devastated. Um, that that happened to me, but we knew what it was, but we didn't say the words, but she didn't think I should go to the police either. You know, she was really worried for me because, you know, people died, you know, like you'd hear about like staffers, like there was a, there was someone who, I, I don't know, there, there was, you, you just didn't do that. And then later you heard about what happened to Chandra Levy. That was later after me though, but still, you know, you, you, you just, they had too much to lose these, these men. And that's why, like, when my my friend that I had helped, who was crying, you know, on the side of the road, she was giving ultimatums. And I remember, you know, my friend and I talking to her saying, look, you can't, they have so, they have everything to lose. Like, you can't do that. Don't put yourself yeah, in that position. I, put yourself I'll, in danger. I want to just take a thought, just take a beat. One of the things that is that is staying with me, one of the things that's staying with me is the fact that this is the 90s. There's no internet. And it was probably the last time and probably will be the last time in recorded history when people could really go disappear, when things could go without, there were no cell phones tracking your position everywhere. There was no DNA analysis happening right. for minor crimes, right? This wasn't a thing. This is yeah. a totally different world that even people yeah. that are my age and, and older, they remember it, but it's a distant memory in a lot of ways. I mean, we could stop it right there, Mike. Whatever you want, brother. Yeah, we're good. Uh, we we got the the meat and, and potatoes of, of the story, and yeah. the fact that she's still alive is pretty amazing. Yeah, like she was saying at the end, she was scared that you know she could have been disappeared or eighty sixth, right. and and she's right. Look what you know. Look at the body count the Clintons have, and and other certain people in in high positions. So yeah, it's it's kind of nerve wracking. Yeah, don't Even, forget, Mike. Don't forget, you get riddled full of bullets for opening people's uh, eyes. Uh-huh. Yep. Eyes wide shut. You never know. The government can take your ass out, Mike. Yeah. Uh, look at the controversy going on now with, with the possibility of uh, the Obama, um, what do you call it? That, the what chef. Is cook? Yeah. yeah, the chef. And then, there, then I even heard, and this, again, this is probably just conspiracy, but then I heard about the, the whole issue with Joan Rivers. Uh, when Joan Rivers died unexpectedly yeah. on the operating table, um, and this was after her making a comment about the Obamas. Right. Who knows, man? Who knows? It's a strange place. And yeah, the other cider says, yeah, there's a smell like a snake. They're talking about uh, the way Joe Biden possibly smells. <laughs> like a reptilian, they say. I was going to say like a reptile or something. Right. right? <laughs> like a goddamn reptile. Actually, he would probably smell like a piece of shit. Yeah, I think he smells like fecal matter. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. He smells like dog shit, I'm sure. Now, there's a good video. Oh, that's just oh, Britney Spears having fun. Hell yeah, Britney. She's just dancing. What's wrong with that? Ah, oh, with knives. Yeah. The cops actually showed up and uh, they did a wellness check on her, by the way. Did they? Yeah, after this video. Hmm. I think she looks perfectly normal doing that. Yeah, taking that bathing suit. She's just uh, going to cut someone, that's all. 
Yeah. It's, it's kind a of a deal. silly dance that she's doing, though. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. She could do, she could dance if she wants. Um, yeah. People do worse woman. things. People rape each other. So her dancing yeah. doesn't bother me. Not at all. And you know what? As much as I don't like her music or her frame of mind, I still think she's a pretty <laughs> to look at. Her frame of mind. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with looking good. That just sounds funny. I don't know why. What? Like saying saying uh, your frame of, of mind is is okay. Which for her, I mean, it's just such a funny thing to say to someone. Have you ever heard her talk? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's not exactly the brightest bulb. She's uh, she's that. normal compared to compared to the the rest of Hollywood. Yeah. Well, I just like I just like looking at her. Mike, we know. <laughs> you don't have to tell us every minute here. We know. But yes, this uh, this is a very erotic dance, Mike. Look at that. The erotic steak knife dance. I feel like every Caucasian woman in America is uh, doing this uh, dance right now. Probably. I was going to do that tonight for the show. In a bikini? Yeah. yeah I was going to put my, th- my thong. I was going to put my thong on ah. and my my tie. My tube top. Your tube top. <laughs> well, why not? Pull out my my chainsaw and my axe. And there you start go. Doing a dance with that. <laughs> She's got a, two tattoos down there. Yeah, I'm noticing them. I just saw that right now. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you have uh, tattoos down by your pelvic area. Oh my god, that's got to be painful to get, huh? I would imagine it doesn't feel good. No, I that mean, area, that's a tender think, area. Yeah, that area is like, I could uh, hurt you there. I think any area below, like, the waistline probably hurts like hell. Well, you know what's... I mean, for me, when I got mine... That's got to hurt, man. Like, near under the arm? Yeah. Like, that area? That that was always a tough spot, man. Tender area. The other one I got... I got another one on on the back of my neck um, where I have a scar. Back of your neck? Yeah, yeah. It's um, a couple of bugs and some words, but... When I got it, like I have a scar from when I had surgery yeah. back many, many years ago for cancer. And so when they got near the scar, the scar is still numb. So as they got near it, it sent this weird sensation through my whole back. Oh, God. Yeah, it's always weird getting a tattoo on, on the, like an area that's got, um, that's been surgery, uh, that's had surgery. You know, you got a, 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 a scar. All of that sounds extremely painful, especially since I have that whole pinch nerve thing going on this with the sciatic nerve there all of it is just um makes me sad and you don't have any tattoos right no i have not written on my body okay i still kind of want a tattoo though yeah you just got to make sure you know what you want because it's going to be on their body for the forever. rest of your life yeah i think i want a ufo tattoo there you go like uh the, like the logo from like boston Oh, the 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 album cover? Yeah, like a it's sort of like a UFO like that. Yeah, yeah, more than a feeling. I think I would uh, get get a UFO tattoo in that sort of style. You're not a Boston fan, are you? And I don't mean no. state. I mean the band. No, just curious. I don't have an issue with the band, but I have an issue with yeah. the the state. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like Boston. 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 Yeah. yeah, we both sit at the same time. Have you ever been there? I've never been there, but I've met multiple people from there that would make me not like people from there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I met a DEA agent from Boston. Did you know? Yeah, long story, but he was a total asshole. Really? Total douche. Hmm. Hated the guy. Just 
with a passion. There was okay, a, well, he, he was a stepfather of a, a girl I was with. Okay. Yeah, like way long ago. Maybe that's why he was such a douche because I was a banging stepdaughter. I don't know, but he acted like that was like his daughter. One one day I'll tell you the story about. I'm, uh, I, I'm, I was like, listen, guy, I'm the one that she calls daddy. Oh snap! Okay. I wanted I wanted to hit him with that line, but I never did. <laughs> I should have though. I should have been like, I'm the one that your wife and stepdaughter called daddy. Wow! Imagine that. Would have, that would have fucking been, shot me probably. That would have been like worth a punch in the face. Yeah, he would have fucking elbowed me <laughs> if I said that to him. <laughs> I'd One day that. when we're off the air, I'll tell yeah. you a story about my little uh, my little trip up to Salem. Oh shit! Okay, but I'll tell you off the air. Ooh, one of those stories, huh? Yeah, it's kind of weird, but it's kind of long. I don't want to go waste that. Yeah, time we can't it. go that long here. We're almost done. we're almost done. We've we've had a great night here. By the way, you know what would have been funny watching this clip of Brittany is like one of those knives slipping out of her hand and stabbing her dog. <laughs> I've heard right that you see the little dogs back there. <laughs> Imagine she's dancing and she fucking throws a knife and just killed the decapitates that fucking thing there, that rat dog. Animal. Yeah, the little rat looking thing. It's like a. Just chops off the head. It's like an ISIS video. You're all like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" I think that's when the cops should be called. Once she does an ISIS-like video and starts decapitating the fucking little puppies there, I think that's when we call the police. Indeed. Yeah. All this right now, though. Nothing to worry about. She's just a rich white woman dancing, having a great time. Nothing yep. to worry about. Totally normal. Yep. Totally normal. I don't see anything wrong with it. We see women wow. dancing like that in the kitchen all the time. Hmm. Nothing to call. Nothing to call uh, the the PD about. I wonder if she's making dinner, and this is what she does. It might be. It might be a little ritual. We don't know. And a um, ritual for yeah. dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> The dance of the yeah. goddess Kali. <laughs> okay. The dance of the steak knives. Yeah, it's a pastime. And uh, Senator Diane Feinstein dies at 90, as you were saying. And was she on our celebrity you know, pool list, you, Mike? I'm, no, I'm but you know what they were singing when she died? Ding Kumbaya. dong, the witch is dead. Ding dong, the witch Kumbaya, is dead. Kumbaya. <laughs> I'm so glad she's Kumbaya. gone. Sorry. I was having a seizure. <laughs> I was feeling it in my rectum because mm. I was hanging out with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. So I lost lost track of time, Mike, and my butt felt a lot looser than before. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Did he show up in his spaceship? <laughs> he did. He showed up. <laughs> he showed up with a Whitley Strieber. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Whitley Strieber, by the way. He was, um, he was claiming when he wrote the book Communion. Communion is a very um, famous book, Mike. It is. I, and, I, I read uh, it well, back in 1988. Well, Whitley Strieber, he told um, someone I'm very close friends with, they were uh, spending time together, and he dropped a story and kind of made himself seem like a complete idiot during the what book. Uh, during the book Communion, when he wrote it. Um, he was. He said he had friends over. He was hanging out with them, and he said they would get rides from the UFO. Hang on, stop. Did you say you interviewed him? No, I didn't interview him, but I know people okay, who I'm have. Sorry. Him. I'm sorry. Yeah, I. Yeah. You know, I hang out. I know these circles, and know people who know him. Right. And um, he was claiming that 
him and his friends would go um, places in, in the UFO, like if it was an Uber. Yeah, okay. Once I heard that, I was like, oh, God, he's, he's lost his fucking mind. Jeez. He's so full of shit. Willie Streber. Look him up. Most of you already know him. But, my God, can you imagine? No. Saying that to someone with a straight face. No. <laughs> we're, we're riding around in UFOs, Mike, going to, uh, going to the Walmart a couple miles yeah, away. Yeah. Give me a ride to the Walmart. You'll be there in like two seconds. Yeah, we're going to Uber. We're going to Uber it. Uber UFO. Can you UFO, imagine? UF, UF Uber. Look, no no disrespect to him. You know, he could say whatever he wants. He's 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 earned it. You know, he's a creative writer. He's a great writer, by the way. I'm not shitting on the guy. I just don't believe that story whatsoever. I think he's a highly imaginative personality. And I respect the guy, but I mean, come on. Come on, Mike. You know what they say about people who write fiction? What do they and, say? Well, they say a lot of times that people who write fiction, they themselves have a very weird way of thinking, a very odd way of thinking. I knew a guy who wrote a book and was a writer, um, and he, you know, he did mostly fantasy, like uh, science fiction and stuff like that. And he uh, was just fucking whacked out, just man. Just fucking crazy. Yeah, like okay. just a whacked out guy, and you you could never believe anything he was saying because you didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Word, yeah. As you shouldn't. Just saying. just saying. I no longer talk to that guy, by the way. I hope you don't, Mike. He's gonna corrupt your mind. <laughs> He's gonna corrupt your mind. Stephen King is another one. I agree. That's another weirdo, by the way, Stephen King. Stephen King, I think I may have mentioned this to you last time we had the, did the show. Stephen King, Raped you. When, he, when he wrote the book Cujo, was so high on cocaine, he A, he doesn't remember writing the movie, and B, had to stuff, apparently, um, <laughs> had to stuff uh, wow. uh, tissues up his nose to keep the blood from coming out of his nose. Jesus Christ. Well, he doesn't remember writing it, and I don't remember watching it. <laughs> it was that bad. Yeah, Cujo, Cujo. Was, uh, an 80s movie. Uh, D gets says Cujo was great. Was it? I don't remember it. I mean, I saw it when I was like... It was all right. It was a suspenseful I, I saw yeah, when I'll I was I, I saw when I was knee high to a grasshopper. Exactly. Yeah, it was, I was a, I was a, like a kid. I was a, I was a sperm cell when it came out. I was a pimple on my father's balls. Right. I was a Britney Spears dog when that came out. <laughs> I was Britney Spears bikini bottom. Yeah. When that came I out. was her tampon when it came out. <laughs> I was her bicycle seat. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Damn. Where are we going with this show? <laughs> to uh, the moon and back, obviously. I'll say. To Mars. To Andromeda. To, uh, yeah, we're going all over the place here. Uh, to, to Britney Spears. To Britney Spears. Bottom. we got to give her a high praise here. We love Britney Spears, the American Idol, the, the classic, the cultural phenomenon that is one Britney Spears. I mean, much love and respect to her. She's losing her mind, and I don't blame her. <laughs> we, are, we all are Britney Spears right now. I'll tell you, she's, uh, how old is she now? Brittany, how old is she? She's got to be in her 40s by now, right? You think? I'll tell you, she looks yeah. good for her age, man. She really does. Let's see. Brittany Spears. Let's look at the interwebs and see what they say. She is, ex oh, 41. Good for her. 41 years of age. 
By the way, Michael, have you seen what Cher looks like? Cher? What does this uh, woman look like now? I mean, her recent, just the way she looks now, she's aged terribly. You don't, you don't say. Yeah. And that's because of all the facial construction as well, you know. And we have like a new photograph of one Cher? I don't know for sure, but I yeah. happened to see something uh, before I got on with you Online, tonight. okay. Something popped up. And uh, I know she she's does... dating like some young guy. Of course she is. That's what she's always done. But uh, yeah, she doesn't look. I mean, obviously she's a, a lot older now, and I I can respect that. But she, you know, when they get all that facial reconstruction done, Ooh, yeah, they don't age properly. They just keep getting it fixed. You know, they just keep pulling their skin back. Yeah, the whole facial thing is is really bad. Uh, you got these women looking like they're melting, like their face is melting. Mm-hmm. And the share her, uh, she's with a guy. Um, there's a forty year age uh, gap, by the way. Wow. She's 77, and he is 37. <sighs> well, what do you think about that, Mike? Yeah, how do you feel about that? Now, obviously, I'm not asking if you're disgusted by that. I'm just saying, like, what do you make of such an uh, age gap? Uh, everyone it, it, online, they, they go nuts if they see a, a young uh, a guy doing that with a girl. Um, now the roles are reversed, and now it's all, it's all good now, right? We're back on a I, level playing field is what I'm saying. Well, me personally, it doesn't bother me. Um, as long as it's consensual, of course, and right, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they could they could date. I don't care. Yeah, and as long as it's of age, proper age, and stuff like that, not too young. Um, so it doesn't really bother me that much. I, I, you know, when I was younger, I used to like a a a performance performer by the name of Nina Hagen, and back then Nina Hagen was in her, I think she was in her late thirties. Yeah, and she she started dating like this eighteen year old guy. Ooh. And I was like, all right. She likes them young. Yeah, I guess it's okay. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, they're both adults, I guess. Yeah. As long as he's not like 15. Yeah, that's what I was saying. As long as they're of age and it's consensual, I don't care either way. Then you're all good. Yeah. And now we have a photograph of one, Cher, and the the boyfriend. Oh, he pulled this up. He looks like Cisco, that singer. Now, I got to tell you. Bong song. Do you you have any idea how old this picture is? This uh, this is probably something that came out oh September twenty eighth, so it's a very recent photo. That's this year, right? I think it's yeah. All right. So the picture I saw, she looked a little bit more haggard. More haggard, more um, more uh, funky. I mean, when you look at that picture, which I am right now, they of course broke up picture, though. By the way, of course. You look at the, the complexion. When a woman has to cake on that much makeup to look good, you know, I mean, just look at the difference. Like, look at him. He's obviously much younger. His complexion isn't shining. Hers is shining because she's got so much makeup on. I was going to say, hers is gray. Yeah, pra- practically like a corpse. She looks gray, even though she has all that makeup on. Get some sun, woman. God. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, obviously they broke up already, but... Mm-hmm. You know, they were an item for a short time. Is that a tattoo across his forehead? I think so. Let me throw another photograph up there for you. I just wanted to uh, bring these photos uh, into into your vicinity, Mike. I wanted you to really grasp. That's okay. Brittany's back on, so I'm enjoying it. Yeah, don't worry. It'll, it'll go away, and then you'll see these two <laughs> lovely people. Oh, she does not here. look good there. These lovely folks here. Yeah, she she's certainly... 
She yeah. certainly doesn't look good as a blonde. It makes it, it looks, it makes her look even more pale. Yeah, look at that. I hate to sound so critique, critiquing, critical, but. Uh, but she's an older lady. I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, come on. And look at gotta him. Give her some, tell me gotta give her some credit. She's not that awful. Okay, fine. She's also fucking filthy, disgusting rich. Absolutely. You gonna, you gonna tell me that guy is into her? You mean this guy right here? The guy with the uh, face tat? Yeah, the guy with the face tat. You're going to tell me that he's into her because... Because of her good looks. Yeah, come on. Well, he maybe was he was in love with her at, uh, for a short time, for a few months. Looks like a, he looks like a fucking prisoner. <laughs> a prisoner. With with diamond earrings. Yeah. Which she probably bought for him. Most likely. Yeah, he, he's a prisoner. <laughs> he's a prisoner of war? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm surprised. Does he have a teardrop on his little right eye? I don't know what that is. It, it looks like it's like a little heart. Uh, no, the, the heart is on his left side. His right side looks like oh. it's got a teardrop by the eye. Yeah, I know. I see it. Right? I think I so. The heart. Yeah, I think you're right, Mike. <laughs> He's a prisoner. He's a prisoner of war. <laughs> he, he killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, he killed a hoe. He killed the last right, that's one. That's what happened. When you get a tattoo of a teardrop, isn't yeah. that like uh, you killed somebody? It means you killed a hoe. Killed out. <laughs> right. Uh, By the way, there's a, a there's another uh, another sort of role of reversals here with uh, the comedian Dane Cook. If you remember that guy from way yesteryear, I don't. Well, he was a comedian. He had a good run back in like 2005, 2006. He was really really popular at one time. Stand up comedy. Yeah, stand up comic. He was extremely popular he's extremely wealthy and you know he got involved with a girl last year he was about 50 at the time and she was 18 at the time and they made a big deal about it well that is uh that is quite interesting yeah what do you make of that well what's the problem there she's of age so i mean it's not like he was dating like a 15 year old then we'd have a problem precisely yeah, so, you know, the internet acted outraged by people were angry. They're like, he's too fucking old to be sticking his cock into that. Ah, uh, well, you know. Wow. So she's a very lovely girl, and Dane Cook looks like a fucking animal. I never, I've never seen or heard him before. You don't, you don't want to. Is he that bad? He's not very <laughs> funny, no. And so how old is she now? She's getting, well... When they got together, she was 18, and I saw a photo. This photo you're seeing is from last year, so she's like 19 now. And the picture in the circle is him proposing to her. At 18. Wow. She certainly looks, looks like she's got an 18-year-old body. I agree. Mm-hmm. Looks like a very, um, very th- th- uh, thin, fit. thin, fit body. Very thin, Tight though. And fit. Yes, yeah, she's very flat. Mm-hmm. Very, very flat. Well, congratulations to him. You know, he's already yeah. 50. She's 18. Wasn't there the same situation with Jerry Seinfeld? That's right. Except that was that was like his cousin or something, right? <laughs> what is it? No, you're talking oh, about... Oh, I'm talking about uh, the other guy. Yeah, this, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. There we go. Yeah, that, that, he, he that was the cousin dated, fucker. Yeah, he dated and married uh, a girl that was his cousin, and she was 13 when he, he got involved with her. Creations Vibration says Melania Trump is 50 and Don is 75. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeffrey Epstein put them together. Is that so? Yes. 
she was a call girl. No kidding. Yeah, like really? an escort. Yeah, you know, I these, never rich, knew that. these rich models, that's what they do. They have these I business meetings, they have parties, and they invite these bitches, and um, it's what happens. Wow. Hey, it's just the way it goes. That, right. Huh. Well, you know, to each his own. This woman's every carpenter's dream, Mike. Flat as a board, he needs a screw. <laughs> oh! I like that one. <laughs> well, I wish I could take credit for that one, but I can't. God, That's uh, from so Camp uh, Sleepaway, by the way, who, um, that was uh, an old throwback there. Do you know Camp Sleepaway? It's a great I designed, film. I designed With Angela. A, a piece of jewelry for yes. a direct... you told I, me. Did I tell you? I mm -hmm. did tell you. I'm sorry. A piece of jewelry. It was a, a, a sneaker with a curling iron going through it. And they were, apparently, this was like in 2009, I think, or... Yeah, 2009. What's crazy, though, Mike, is uh, Darren Miller has been on this program, the singer for CKY, and um, he's the guy who married that girl, the main girl, in Camp Sleepaway. From Camp Sleepaway? Correct. It's been a long time since I've seen the that The one with the cock. So. The one with the cock. <laughs> oh, that girl. Oh. That's Angela. <laughs> he married her. Did he now? Yeah, oh, and yeah. Darren's been on this program, a very famous band, CKY. They were like, you know, the soundtrack yeah. for uh, Jackass... Yes, you know, they play I, I yeah, so Darren's been on this program, and, uh, you know, actually I got Darren a show out, out in uh, San Diego. Got him booked, booked a gig for that guy. Is that so? Yeah. Got a bar out there. I knew the, the owners, set it up for him. Uh, Darren's a great guy, and as a matter of fact, I got to get him back on the program. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk some music here. That'd be fun, right? Be us, Darren Miller, that'd be cool. I'm, I'm blown away. That Maybe we'll get Angela on, too. There you go. I'll ask him to bring the wife. Bring two. Yeah. So I'll, I'll ask if he wants to be on the program, and I, but it's going to be kind of weird and be like, can you ask your wife if she wants to be on? Hey, oh, invite your wife. <laughs> Stay fact, home. Can you ask your wife to be on and you not come yeah, on? Yeah, we, we want to talk to your wife, but not you. Yeah, I mean, CKY is pretty cool, man, but uh, Camp Sleepaway and your wife, that's way better. Rather talk to your wife. Mm -hmm. Don't clip this and show them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll get Darren Miller back on, and um, by the way, we'll get uh, EA Kowetting. Um, he's going to be back on, too. He's agreed to do the interview with us, Mike. Okay. Yeah, we haven't talked to him in a while, me and you, together. Okay. It's been a couple years, but yeah, we're going to have him on, and we're going to have a lot of people on, Mike. And it's all going down, and my God, it's almost been three hours how time has flown by. It certainly has. See what happens when you're having fun. Yeah. It was a good show today, man. I had a great time. A lot of good calls, good topics. Biden raped me. <laughs> Careful what you say. He did. <laughs> we have no responsibility of what we say on this program. I didn't say a word. That was maybe or not maybe, Michael. It was Britney Spears. There you go. That's who I'm blaming for all this. Doing her knife dance. Doing the knife dance. Doing her naughty, weird... Uh, dance, mm -hmm. whatever that is. The little farmer top. <laughs> the farmer's daughter top. Farmer's daughters, yeah. Jesus. Uh, We're going to shut well, it down. Yeah. We're going to have to pull this one. Good show tonight, Michael. Uh, did you enjoy, enjoy that one, Mike? I did. I, I, like I said, there was good topics, good callers. I, I liked it. Yes, it's. Um, we had um, some good calls here. We... But we unfortunately we have to get going here. It's almost been three hours. We have to. Yeah. We got to pull it. 
It, it's yeah, it's just under three hours. We right got to pull it like Jamal Bowman. Okay. Yeah, he pulled that fire alarm. Remember? No. I pulled the fire alarm because he was trying to prevent the the um, shutdown. No, I don't. Well, I uh, you don't need to know about that, Mike. Don't worry. I'm not. I don't want you to get angry. <laughs> so, Mike, um, it's been a great time here. Um, I'm, you know, it's um, quite an honor and pleasure to do this program with you. And it's live and it's fun. There's no one around. It's just me and you and the audience. I think they like that better when there are no guests. It's just me and you. Cool. Riding through the night. Cool. Yeah. I don't know how many of them like me, but. They, they all hate you. I'm thinking that. That's you why really I don't think chat room anymore. They don't. Oh, come on. Are you joking? No, I mean, there's been so many people that. Oh, have, come on. You know, enough people that just make comments that they don't like me. So, and then I'm always like, well, what do you listen to the show for? If I'm on it, don't you don't like me? Move on. Oh, they like you. They just want to mess with you. Is that so? Yeah, they're just giving you a hard time because they know you. You don't like that. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Next time we do the show, I'll, I'll log into the uh, the chat room. Well, I mean, you don't got to go to the chat room. You don't got to. No, get I mean, in I, there, what but, I meant to say was, I'll, 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 you know, you'll be more cognizant. Yeah. Okay. So I see what's happening. Ah, uh, you know, there's some people they like you, they hate you. They like me, they hate me. <laughs> I think they like you more than they like me. No, nah. no. Nah, some of them hate me, Mike. Some of them just uh, hate listen to the program. I can never understand that. Why would you waste your, your physical time here on Earth listening to something you don't like? Some people have no lives and they have nothing going on for themselves and they that's just how they carry on in life. Certainly they want you to be miserable too, just like them. Certainly seems that way. It's sad, it's pathetic, but that's the life many out there choose to live. And uh, the choice is yours. Life is what you make it. Remember, you always have the choice. Suicide. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't say that. I don't know who did. That was... Ladies and gentlemen, we do not take any responsibility for what we say I, on um, this show. I <laughs> did not say that. I think that was Britney Spears again. Woo! <laughs> Anywho, Mike, it's been an honor and pleasure to have you here on the program. I had so much fun. And if there was a small dog here, it would be barking and having fun. But there are no animals around, so... <laughs> Maybe for the I got best. plenty of them over here. <laughs> yes, I was uh, thinking of making a sacrifice here tonight. Lighting oh. candles and right. drawing stars on the ground and reciting words I've never heard of. Uh, Mike, uh, again, it's been a great time. I feel like uh, we got to know each other again. Kind of like Joe Biden got to know Tara Reid with his hand. Oh, my. That's, a, that's an interesting comment. Yeah, I feel like I, you know, I feel like I give, gave you a good bowling ball grip here tonight. Gave me some DNA. Gave you some of my DNA in there. <laughs> yeah, I just shot it in there. Oh, brother. Oh, All right. Yeah. Well, listen. You got it. Thank you for having me tonight. Yes, sir. Um, I'll just give a quick uh, promo, real quick. Yeah, if give you're a, interested in give a quick little plug. Get it in there. Yeah, if you're interested in my book, King of King of an Empire to the Shoes of Misfit, you can get that at mykidious.com. And that's it. Mike, that was lovely. Thank you, Michael. Well, Thanks I... to everyone for listening tonight. Thank you, Michael, for having me as your co-host. And you got thank it, you everyone friend. who might be listening to the podcast. So had, nice. a good sh had a good show tonight, had a good time, and thank you very much. I appreciate it. You got it, better. Talk to you on the other side. Stay black. 
<laughs> All right, Michael. I'll talk to you later, brother. Bye-bye. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was my co-host. I'd rather just say he is the host of the program as well. We are both the hosts of this program. I don't see it as a co-host sort of thing. This is a two-man assault, a two-man advantage, and now there is only one, yours truly. And, you know, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that one as much as I did. I had fun. I laughed. I cried. I was in pain. It's been three hours officially. I don't know how I did it. I think it, it was the diaper that I have um, underneath me. You know, I have a, a very padded seat right now. Yes, I'm held up by my bottom end. I'm being held, I'm, I'm having a bowling ball grip underneath me like it's Joe Biden. Even a bowling ball grip to Tara Reid, evidently. Yes, time flies when you're having fun. I agree. I agree. I do want to say uh, thanks to all of you out there for tuning in. That was a fun time here live and direct. Entertaining all of you out there from the wastelands of El Centro. Way out here where you don't want to be. No. Trust me, this is not where you want to be. It's... It's pretty bad out here. I would run if I were you. Oh, yes, I would run far, far away. Like uh, Jenny from that movie Forrest Gump. You know, she wanted to fly away from her father. He was raping and beating her up. Remember that? Yeah, Forrest Gump. Sad. Then she died of AIDS. That's what happens. You get beat up and then you die of AIDS. Jenny! That's right. My God. Oh, what a fun show it was tonight. I hope you guys... Tune in again, and remember, you can always take us on the road. Those of you who tuned in later or missed something, you can listen back here on the replay, or go and download the podcast rendition of this program. Just search the Michael Deacon program, and boom, it's right there, just like magic. Don't listen to the radio anymore. Just listen to this program and share the show with your friends and family, if you even have friends or family. Go ahead and share the program. Share it like a virus. Start coughing and sneezing on people and um, tell them about the program. Do what you got to do to spread the word. You got my permission. Yes, you do. And um, those who don't know it yet, if you want bonus material, please go to patreon.com slash Michael Deacon, and you can find all kinds of bonus material there. We've got over, what is it, like over 100 episodes now. You can go and check it out. And yes, less more. Spread it like HIV. That, that's the, that's, that's the right way to go. Spread it like HIV indeed. MichaelDeacon.com. Commit these words into memory. And of course, if you don't want to join Patreon, you just want to stay here primarily on YouTube. I understand that and I respect that. And you now have that option. You got options. You don't have to go to Patreon anymore. You could just hang out here on YouTube and become a member. I'm going to start uploading the Patreon shows directly to YouTube now. Michael Deacon your mouth. I, I think, I don't know what that means, but okay. But yes, you don't have to leave YouTube now. You have that option to stay here and uh, get those Patreon episodes delivered to you. Sign up if you haven't already. I would appreciate it. And of course, if you want a coffee mug or a t-shirt, whatever else we got out there, a beer mug, go to michaeldeacon.com and go to the merchandise section. All of it's out there and it's all pretty badass. If you haven't already, um, it's time you do. Trust me, it's a great shirt, great design, and we have more shirts coming your way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gentlemen, it's been a great time yet again. And I look forward to the next time we do this. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And now I'm hearing that music. 
I think it's time that we wrap it up here, boys and girls. Oh, yes. Once again, boys and girls, I shall see you on the other side. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, mahalo.
Revolution has landed. Beginning transmission now.